This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Nochi Zero of Masamune, Nono Bia of Zodiac, and Joran Eridos of Coral. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. And by Alamo City Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Alamo City Comic Con celebrates the artists that entertain us through TV, movies, comics, gaming, and cosplay. For more info, including badge prices, celebrity guests, hotel accommodations, and more, visit alamocitycomiccon.com. Calm down, or I'm gonna have to frag you. <laughs> we are dealing with someone here who has absolutely no life. And Mika. And I am a gorgeous girl with big cans. LimitBreakRadio.com. To Limit Break Radio, episode number 74. Thanks for joining us here live at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Glad to have you along today for this exciting show. It's our second FFFL draft. It's going FFFLD. Yes. The big D. The big D. It's going to fill this entire room. Okay. That's, it's getting weird fast. That's getting gratuitous. Run. Thanks for joining us here at uh, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. If this is your first time joining us, hit that follow button. Come back. Join us each and every single Sunday live here at 1 p.m. But if you miss any part of this show, LimitBreakRadio.com, that's where the podcast can be found. Head on over there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit us up on iTunes. Let us know what you think of the show. Nero, this is weird. It feels so crowded in here after last week. I know, right? It was so empty. Yeah. There was room to move. Right? There was elbow room. Uh, Joining us again today, we've got, uh, of course, Juxtaposition back from his week off. Juxta, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm all right. Okay. Well, that's great. That's glad to to have you here. (laughs) Surprisingly enough, I kind of wished I was here last Sunday because it would have been cooler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I promise you it wouldn't have been. I promise you you're lying because I was at my grandparents' 71st anniversary at uh, one of those uh, American Legion halls. Ooh. And, oh, amazingly, they their AC broke the day before. Wow. And so when you have, you know, 50 old sweaty people in one room with no AC <laughs> and no open doors and no fans... Guess what? That, yeah. That, it's really hot. Well, that, that's fair, but at the same time, Aniro, you and I walked out of here last week 
in agreement that it was the hottest it had ever been. Yeah, I think last week. I don't know what it was because I don't. It's not the hottest that the the thermometer has ever been outside. Right. It was mostly humid, and that really contributed to some heat in here. But also joining us in the studio, we've got Papa Woody. How's it going, Woody? Not bad. Thanks for uh, thanks. For, uh, how was your week off? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. What, what, what the fuck were you doing? Uh, birthday. Oh, okay. Was it your That's your my, bir- your yeah, birthday? birthday? Okay. Happy birthday. Oh, I hope you. I'm not interrupting. I'm still going to jerk. <laughs> what did you do for your birthday, bud? Absolutely nothing. It oh, was, okay. It was awesome. You had an old man's birthday. Exactly. That's fine. We just, he just had a circle jerk. It, <laughs> I get it. It's another day. Do you I even call that it. an old man's birthday? Because at 27, I was perfectly happy to do nothing on my birthday. That's true. I mean, my last birthday I spent with the with the stream. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't do much for my birthdays. Joining us also, Nika. How's it going, Nika? Hello. Good. Uh, uh, so uh, we're happy to be here today. And, of course, we are live from Eorzea. Let's kick it over to our live Eorzean studios. If you'd like to join us, come on over to our free company house that's on the Sargentana server, the Goblet Plot 30 Fifth Ward. And that's, that's right. Transfer servers and get over here. That's right. right or, people in make, studio. or make a character. One of those two. No, uh, transfer. Okay. I want the real characters here. Yeah, no imitations. So come and hang out with us at the LBR Free Company House. Uh, again, that's on Sergeant Tannis, the Goblet, Plot 35th Ward, if you want to join us live here in studio. We hope that you would. Uh, and as I was saying before, make sure you find us on iTunes. Drop us a review on iTunes. We could use a couple of more reviews. It helps people find the show. And, you know, our iTunes feed has been up there for 10 years and has collected many reviews. And we would like to add yours to it. So whether you like the show, whether you don't like the show, we just want you to be honest. Uh, head on over to iTunes, pop a review. And, you know, let's let me let me say this. okay? let me let me just challenge a couple of our listeners. Right. If you're about to leave a YouTube comment right now, like if you're if you're someone that listens to the show on YouTube and maybe you comment every once in a while, because I mean, our YouTube comment section is a shit show. Uh, because and and I'm not trying to pick on any part of our listenership. I'm just saying that YouTube comments are generally shit shows and our YouTube comment section is a huge shit show. So instead of maybe firing off that snarky half-assed YouTube comment, head on over to iTunes. If you're even if you're mad about the show, even if you're mad about something that we've said and leave us a review, uh, you know, and uh, let people know what you think about the show and uh, that way the reviews are uh, are honest over there yeah and, and look at it this way worst case scenario we'll read it in a stupid voice yeah that's true that's true uh so predictable we are also of course available on google play so make sure that if you use Google Play to listen to podcasts, you can now find Limit Break Radio, the LBR Network, and Final Encountercast all on Google Play. So make sure that you check that out. We've got t-shirts that have been going out. Thank you guys for tweeting the shots of you rocking the LBR Patreon exclusive t-shirts. That is so exciting. I love getting those back. I love seeing people rocking those. We can't wait to see a ton of people rocking them out at FanFest this year. Oh, we got to get a group photo of everyone 
everyone with LBR swag. Absolutely. As many yeah. people in, in any bring any LBR swag you have at our after party, we need to do a huge group photo. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was a great group photo last year with a ton of people in LBR swag at the uh, after party, and uh, we would love to, to get more of that. So uh, if you want a Patreon-exclusive T-shirt, the only way that you can get that is through patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Uh, and I, while we're talking about Patreon, I want to thank you guys because last week we had issued you a challenge. Uh, in fact, uh, one of our listeners had also issued a, uh, a match goal. But uh, we had said, you know, we had to we had to take last week uh, off from Final Encountercast, partially because we had such a small crew here in studio, but also because it was so excruciatingly hot. So uh, we took a week off from uh, from that show. But the other thing that we you know that we made sure to mention was that you know part of the reason that we felt that we could take a week off is because our patron had dipped below 2000 uh final encounter cast happens every single week because of your support over at patreon.com slash limit break radio and i just want to say i'm so proud of you guys because in that week we have driven our number of patrons our total number of patrons up to 189 and we're currently sitting at 2128 dollars being taken in on patreon which mm-hmm. means that final encounter cast is secured weekly for the next month so I love you. so thank you guys so much for your support uh we're excited to be getting uh more dog tags more keychains uh more posters and uh, more t-shirts out to you guys in the coming weeks so uh thank you guys so much for your support uh we should be returning to our bonus content the post shows uh this week and the green room video afterwards so uh you guys if you've given a dollar uh or more over at patreon.com slash limit break radio then uh be on the lookout for new episodes of that so uh we also want to thank our uh sponsor alamo city comic-con uh alamo city comic-con is going down october 28th through the 30th at the henry b gonzalez convention center in san antonio texas and uh, a couple of big names were announced this week uh now these two names are not as huge but if you're a fan of the power rangers you're probably this is the biggest announcement thank you jason narvey and uh paul schreer are going to be out at uh, alamo city they played skull and bulk on power rangers do 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 wait really i thought i heard that bulk died a couple years ago no that is apparently not zach no zach galligan who played billy in gremlins and gremlins 2 uh, is going to be out at Alamo City Comic Con and also recently announced voice actor extraordinaire Nolan North, a voice actor for Nathan Drake as well as Desmond from Assassin's Creed and tons of other games including Spec Ops, The Line, Back, the Batman Arkham series, The Last of Us and Destiny is going to be a special guest out at Alamo City Comic Con. Guys, if you want more information on that, alamocitycomiccon.com Com. Uh, you got okay. So we did uh, our selfie contest like two weeks ago. We got to pick the winner for that. But I think we should probably get into some FF14 news. This is a limit breaking news update. So uh, there are a couple of pieces of FF14 news, including. 
the Las, uh, the uh, Fan Festival Las Vegas Art and Costume Contest. Those have been announced. If you uh, entered in that, the previous Fan Fest, you kind of know how this process works. You're going to be submitting uh, your pieces of art uh, to be judged live at Fan Fest. And uh, costume contests, obviously, those entries uh, are done uh, live out at Fan Fest. If you want more information, that's, of course, up at the Lodestone. And uh, you can check that out at Final Fantasy 14. Dot com or at a link at our website limitbreakradio.com the uh, they have also announced another uh, the well they've uh, uh, revealed the finalists in uh, the tank gear design contest have you guys and, seen any of these and I actually yeah I, I actually kind of want to take a second and and put some of these on screen because man th- some of these are really really cool and some of them are just so over designed like it's like yes oh my i know right uh so this top one eh, i'm not totally feeling that's very anime the the gubu one i think is pretty cute and clever it's funny <laughs> i love it okay I, I would i would i would not want that to be a winner but yes. i can definitely you know appreciate the effort that went into that you don't want it to win but you're glad it happened yeah that should, that should be one of the like you know how we get like the Moogle costumes and stuff like yeah. this should be added should, as like a be veteran reward or something silly like yeah that. this is like something that should already like be coming in the game it should yeah. be like a winner yeah uh, this one that looks like it was drawn in um, crayon I don't know about that that looks more like a samurai outfit but it has the uh, legacy tattoo in the back the, the age three the adamantois here is uh, pretty interesting I I I, I I'm looks not, like a Power Ranger villain. Yeah, I'm not sure how much I like it. The one there's uh, no way I'm not calling Quadov on anyone who wears that. The, that does look like a Quadov. Yeah, totally. Uh, gold feathers. Uh, the one below that, I'm not that into. I think it's cool if you can dye it. I think yeah. that would look. It looks like white mage looks, gear. Looks terrible. Gear. Uh, Horizon gear offending. I initially thought that this was kind of cool. The more I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's way too animu. Uh, it looks. It looks like something out of like. An anime called know, Horizon Love. That kind of looks like that yeah. in the game already. Yeah. Like, I, I think don't think that's end too up... far fetched for fourteen. Right. I think yeah. the story is going to be that they end up being Beetleborgs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the one, uh, the one below that, I'm not totally loving. We got the a train fir- conductor. The first one, yeah, right, train conductor. I like that. The first one here, the one that I actually, the first one that I actually like, the horn. Uh, <laughs> just, like take off the helmet though, and it looks so similar to the original warrior artifact. Y- you know, it does. You're not, you're not wrong. Um, you've got a bucket helm below that. Uh, a plus plus instant I don't know winner. About that. Um, the, the, I. I the one, the one, even one below that. I don't. Uh, there's no name on it. The Nothali, Nothali, I think is uh, the creator, the designer there. It doesn't really stand out much, but it's actually got kind of a lot of cool accents, and I think is something like that. Some design that I think would lend itself well to the game and lend itself well boring. to other glamours. But oh, yeah, it's a little boring. Good for other sets. Okay. Uh, but this one from uh, the designer, Edda. Wow, that one is really impressive. I don't, I don't know if it's like it's the gear neat. itself or the art style. Uh, the art style. I, it's the art yeah. style that sells it. It's uh, really cool. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, the gear does look cool too, though. Yeah. This the gear. Scream tank, though. Could you imagine actually wearing that anywhere? Oh, uh, God. I, it that seems, could be the PvP gear. It seems wildly impractical. That does look like something that would PvP, come PvP. You're right, Josh. So that's PvP that, gear. That's yeah. something someone would win. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a winner. You know what? Yeah, I I I would want that much more than the current PVP max rank. Mm-hmm. Good gear. job, Edda. Yeah. 
Um, that one's pretty cool. Unfortunately, uh, she's dead now. Uh, <laughs> BC Heart. This one from BC Heart. Uh, I don't know. I, it's not I, bad. I feel yeah. It's not. It's not terrible. I do like how the the collar comes up around the the bottom of the face. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but it does look very similar to a lot of uh, other design that we have here going on already. Um, the next couple are kind of actually. The next one looks reminds me of something that would be in a Final Fantasy game. I guess showing bear skin. I don't know. There's it, no bear skin. Is it, that bear skin? Yeah, no, that I is. That 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 it, okay, I thought that was played on bear skin. No, uh, <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of uh, the what is it? The Aegea Westkit from uh, FF11. You're right, how, it how it's does. got the tattoos that come with it. That, yeah. yeah, that's a that's kind of cool. I could see, but it's not tanky. That that it, there's too much skin for that to be a tank. The one below it is completely ignorable. Um, more, it's cute, but there's not no. enough armor, especially on the girl one. Like I, it's not. Well, it's good on the girl because that looks like a mage outfit. It's got boobs on it. I I like the one uh, directly below that. That almost looks like you've you've shredded apart Garuda to be able to make it to fasten it together. I think that that's You're just pretty wearing cool. a Garuda suit. Yeah, kinda, oh, actually, yeah. that is pretty cool. Whoa. Yeah, you've got Spiky McSpikerton right there <laughs> below that. Well, you get. I'm sure you that, like that one. Too. That it's, looks like something out of Hellraiser. Like you'd be hanging out with Pinhead or something. Weird. Yeah, this definitely looks like something off of like a black metal album cover. I'm into it. I would dig it. I a could, Nero. What? Could you not see that set in Dark Souls? Oh, definitely. That is absolutely a Dark Souls set of armor. Totally. Clearly uh, a paladin gear. Yeah. Well, and and right below it, there's your Seif armor set right there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It says Frey's Felger armor. Uh, I'm about okay. to get to yeah, Seif in game. Apparently, I, he's a jerk. I could see that. And then for some reason, <laughs> uh, Ocelot. <laughs> Why? I don't. That's kind of interesting. I mean, I like the body piece and the hands specifically. Get that, that half cloak. That hat, though. That hat. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, at least it's more practical than like silly crowns and stuff. Paladins wear. I, don't I know. guess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just On, stop. The onion holic one. Eh, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of that. This one. This one might be my favorite out of all of them. That one is really kind I of impressive. Like that one. And it's and it does still scream like anime to me, but like more like this has it been influenced like by a giant it's... mech design. Yeah. Go over to the right and look at that shield. Uh, for a sec. Hang on. Uh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, I didn't even see that. That That is something straight out of Chains of Promathia. That's the shit. It's so cool. I kind of dig that. Oh, man. That's that's really cool. Wait, that's a shield on this, like that. Yeah. That's, sort of that's a shield, stuff? yeah. It sort of looks like a like a half protect bubble, too. Yeah, so, I yeah. love it. That's, that's super cool. cool. I like that. Um, yeah. So a lot of these designs are really, really cool. Uh, I and I think I you know if if Square Enix really took to to some of the some of them they could be cool. There's your sort of gratuitous John Snowish influenced uh, design right there. You know nothing. Yeah, right. Um, I I'm trying to. This one was I thought this was kind of clever. The uh, Lalafell that looks like an actual tank. <laughs> okay. Transformers. I get, I get it. Please no. Change shapers. I mean, uh, uh, the the thing the thing that I'm really no, sort they should, of they should totally make gear where when you're sitting down, you like turn into something. <laughs> I want a transformer set of armor. Oh god, super no. awesome! Please no. I like the cloak and the void forged plate by Zero Signal. I like that it has like the fur behind you and then like a cape that hangs down. That's kind of cool. Uh, let's see, which one was that? Uh, yeah, that was the one that I was just. La- that's the one that I said was sort of John Snow. Oh yeah, 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 I like I like the cloak. 
Yeah. Um, this this one down here, the uh, black tin can. That's not bad. It's, it's like a black knight. Yeah. Uh, I would. I would right be out of Monty that. Python. Yeah. Right. Straight up none shall pass. It's, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's my favorite one. Yeah. They even drew his leg coming off. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, 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 really interesting. That I'm really frou frou one. I'm yeah, really red mage. I'm really interested to see which one they're going to end up implementing in game. Uh, that's going to be. It's going to be fascinating. There's some good design in there, though. There's I know it's really going to be stuff. whichever one's easiest. Yeah. Look at it like. Uh, no, because isn't it a contest? God, Aren't they going to like vote? Yeah, they're going to. Are the people what? not going to vote? I don't. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think so. Because I, I mean, so. they had us vote for the hairstyle contest. You think that? that I mean, huh. voting's not open. Why would they? Yeah, I don't know. You know, uh, I mean, the maybe final, they'll pick like the top ten, and then we vote. The final judging process will be conducted on the finalist entries, and the winning entries will be announced Saturday, August twenty seventh. Uh, so, no, we're not voting on it. And the easiest one to implement <laughs> will be announced on August twenty seventh. Uh, so cynical. Damn, I know, right? We uh, are we really just this cynical? Yes, yeah, I think so us. because there are some fairly complicated armor in the game. So shush. <laughs> like I think some of the ones that look really cool, they already have basic skins for anyway. They can just skin over top of like basic pieces. Like they don't have to like redo do any of the clipping and stuff because that's already in the game. They just have to reskin. I don't know. I think. I think it won't be as hard as you think. So there's That's fine. We'll just see which one happens to get put in. I'm waiting for Bucket Helmet. Yeah. <laughs> the Bucket Helmet's cute, though. Oh, God. Please don't go cute. Please don't. We just got... We just had, no, we just had Yokai Watch. We don't need this shit. That's true. Oh, my God. Yokai Watch is great. No, it's... No, it's garbage. so dumb, it's, and I hate you. It's reinvigorating the game. <laughs> oh, my God. I missed last week when he wasn't here. <sighs> Yeah, me too. Uh, so uh, there is a 14-hour anniversary broadcast going on. That's Friday, uh, uh, August 26th. Uh, you can uh, check back to the Lodestone for the URL for that. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do because I'm not sure there's 14 hours of content left in this game. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, they're going to get all the way to floor 50 in Deep Dungeon three times. Uh, so July... No, they're going to do see how long it takes us to get all the yokai watch medals. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> you, you know, you're probably not wrong. They did that and, with the Atma. And that's what makes me sad. Uh, so... On July 25th, we saw uh, an update to uh, FF14, and uh, the update included adjustments for Deep Dungeon. The chance of enhancing your Aetherpool gear has been increased upon opening Silver Coffers. You will obtain plus one enhancements on both Aetherpool arm and armor upon defeating the 50th floor boss. Yeah, that's something they announced that they were going to do earlier on. Yeah, uh, and uh, also so silver chest rate seems to be improved. Uh, there seem to be uh, reports of I about call shenanigans three, on three all times this bullshit. Three times as often. Like that is not true. If you guys have actually experienced that, I would like to hear this because I went through and I was running them solo. I saw the same amount of chests, the same amount of upgrades. I ran floor eleven to twenty and got zero, zero. I got like what? I think I found maybe three chests and one of them just didn't work. The other two blew up on me. Well, what level is your uh, your aether pools? Well, 17 and people are telling me they were getting upgrades at 25 hmm. so like I, fr from like 1 to 10 I found 4 chests none of them worked or no 2 of them worked so I got 2 upgrades and 1 to 10 which is what I got last time before the buff so it was, just feels exactly the same and then from 11 to 20 I found like 2 chests and 1 blew up and 1 just didn't work so to me it doesn't there was no 3 times the amount of silver chests there was no increase like 
Apparently, RNG just hates me. Or you should Sample go to the size, ex- yo. Or just go to the floors that matter, aka floors forty well, I was through fifty. Doing it so- I was doing it solo, but the thing is, is the whole well, thing stop that- soloing. No, but the whole thing that they said they were doing is they were increasing the chances of it at the lower level so that you didn't feel like you were wasting 1 to right. 40 just to get to 41. And people are like, yeah, I'm getting upgrades on floor 1 at level 26 weapon. I'm like, what? <laughs> but that, that's just, that just means RNGesus loves them. That's all. I mean, there, you do know, I mean, you know as well as anyone else that Deep Dungeon is a highly RNG-dependent system. So, you know, I mean, but that can't be that... Say that there are reports of three times as many chests. I feel like that means that multiple people are experiencing that. Jesus loves me. Yes, I know. Four Square Enix tells me so. <laughs> That's uh, what I've read on uh, on Reddit. So go blame them. I mean, I guess the the whole form of Reddit uh, isn't really comparable to Nika's one. No, Nihilus got thirty thirty on floors one and four. Yeah, see, fuck me. I hate this. <laughs> okay, so user error then. We, no, user game hates user. Fine. Or, Nika sounds a little butthurt. Yeah, I think just a little bit. I am. I was really excited. I was actually going to learn how to play Summoner to solo through this, and then I got nothing, so I rage quit. I was mad. Because rage quit, qu- quitting. I, I mean, I'll go back. Everything. I just have to, you know, the burn. Seriously, like, we're talking about burnout, but, like, if the RNG really sucks, you burn out faster. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Go well, back to it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, they did add the fat Moogle mount to the cash shop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boo. It certainly is fat. Thirty dollars. The oh feet wiggle. God. Thirty dollars. <laughs> it's not I, that it, much more than the Schleppner. I guess the five dollars more is because it's a double person mount. I, yeah, but how much does though, this game cost to buy? <laughs> right. I. That's is it, what is it if you buy both the game with the expansion? Is it sixty or is it less than sixty? Sixty. I mean, you can probably get it on sale for forty at some places now. That's ridiculous. That's horrifying. Thirty dollars. I mean. Like, the question is, I, I like, who's going to pay it and why? Like, Lots of people, apparently. Oh, I've already seen uh, it. Like, I was doing yokai fake grounding with someone in my party, and they were giving me rides on theirs because it was fun. So like, dumb. Silly. I've seen it a few times. I've seen it a lot, yeah. More more than I'm happy about. Apparently, it plays the Moogle Mog song, so I guess that's makes that's it worth thing. it. Do you know what seeing that makes me realize? It makes me realize I'm poor. Dude. Because there is no <laughs> way in my budget ever could I justify spending $30 on that. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I... I, I okay, wait, wait, Escalia. How much money have you spent on Pokeballs? Like twenty bucks, probably. That's what I'm saying. I would much rather. I would. I would way like in a heartbeat spend thirty bucks on on Pokemon as opposed to FF14 okay. at this moment. So just saying, just saying. Uh, yeah, well, this is coming from the guy who has 130 different fucking Pokemon. I know, right? Uh, you sound well, you sound way. sad. You sound sad about no, that. No, I don't. I sound salty. Get it right. Uh, instead of riding on the Moogle, the uh, Moogle's back, uh, you sit on a swing hanging from the Moogle's back. So it's kind of like the kobold. Yeah, yeah, it's the kobold yeah, it's like bomb. the bomb one. But there are two like little regular size Moogles that kind of fly around the outside, so it's kind of cute. But so uh, I don't know. Thirty bucks. Think think that's worth it? I don't no. think it's worth it. No, that's absolutely insane. not. It's insane. Uh, near was worth it because he was cool and a horse and black. <laughs> the Moogle okay. is none of these Is things. that last part relevant? Yeah. Is it not? Okay. <laughs> is the Moogle black? No, no it's not. I don't think it is. You're not supposed go. to judge by that. <laughs> hey, this is what case, I learned in school. In this case, it's a good thing. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so my teacher told me. Uh, and we've got... 
And on that note, the FFFL's back today. Yeah. We got Yokai Watch too, man. Oh, God. Can we not? Can we? What? Yokai Watch is the. I don't. This is like the largest part of our outline. This is the best part of the outline. I'll tell you what, I've spent more time in Yokai Watch than I have in Deep Dungeon. So, praise be to Yokai Watch. God, you want ta- well, take it away, because I'm definitely not talking about this shit. Oh, I right. I didn't realize Yokei Watch was an actual watch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it meant like you're watching things. Yeah, that's what I thought, too, actually. Like you're watching for Yokai. They showed the gear. Your- Nika, your Yokai watch has ended, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like good news. Yeah. It has not ended. No, it hasn't. It's just begun. Well, I, got, I got my like little cousin to show me. He's like seven. He plays Yokai Watch. And so I tried to go into it like, like from the same perspective, like that my parents would have seen Pokemon when it first came out. (laughs) No, I don't care. It's garbage. Pokemon. It's awful. In its essence. It's garbage. It's awesome. No, it's trash. They're cute looking. I have one out right now. Samurai Pizza Cat is the best one. What? 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 The the Paladin one is Samurai Pizza Cat. You don't know what Samurai Pizza Cats are. No. Oh my gosh! It was like the hugest internet meme a few years ago. You're the worst. Well, it was a TV show. Yeah, it was a TV show, and it was like everywhere. So like the one minion that's a samurai piece. Okay. Yes. All right. Hmm. All right. Anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, the best uh, one I have out right now is uh, Hover Nyan. He looks really badass. He's actually the Dark Knight one, which is really odd, but because I think he's like more of a ninja. Nero, you want to go catch some Pokemon? No, the That's, Paladin we'll one talk is about this. That's what I'm doing There's right now. There's something around here we can catch. This is a Poliwag. Oh, sweet. Let's <laughs> uh, so okay, yeah, actually go. talk about how you do this shit. All right, well, it starts in Ulda, right outside the Aetherite. you got to be level 15 or higher and complete some uh, part of the main storyline quest. It's a short quest to get the, the wrist item, the actual watch, the yokai watch, and you get your first minion. You know what someone told me, which is actually a cute throwback if you've played the game, apparently. Like, the actual game starts out the same way the quest does, where, like, Whisper the ghost guy gets lost and trapped in a thing, and you have to go find him. So if you've actually played the game, it's, like, a cute little throwback to that, but I don't know how many people who play 14 have played yokai watch. Well, personally, I have been really impressed with yokai watch, so I'm actually going to go check out these yokai watch games. And Are you really? Maybe I'll I'll even stream them on the our, LBR channel. No, that is not allowed on our stream. <laughs> no, it's it's part of Final Fantasy XIV. It's no, part of the lore. I am calling a host meeting right now, and we are voting on this. Uh, yeah, that's not okay. Um, what? Well, but I'll just say are it's you, are, well, Hang on, no, 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 no. I back up, back up a second. Are you serious that it sort of makes you want to check out Yokai Watch, or are you just trolling? Well, I mean, look, at it's got all these cute little figure guys that have cute little faces. Shut up. No, no, it's it's shut up. Shut up. Shut, stop. Stop. The whisper, stop. The whisper guy thinks are he's you, a butler? No, no. He are doesn't you, know a lot, but he thinks he does. Are you actually going to go out and spend money on a Yokai Watch game? Oh, man, maybe I should. That would be so interesting are, to stream. I mean, if you have a gift card, I feel like and you have nothing else to spend it on. I, I have money cards. I have the dollar bills and the change. <gasps> oh my gosh, we should get rid of this stupid Sora wall scroll. I should put up a yokai watch one. <laughs> He's actually that, got to the point where you can't tell if he trolls anymore. That is good use <laughs> of Mr. LBR Jackson funds. Mr. Jackson yokai watch on LBR channel. Bye-bye to my $50 page. <laughs> Well, yeah, see, here's the thing is that you're going to end up talking yourself into a corner because we're going to lay down money to buy this and force you to stream it. If 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 you really <laughs> and then a few months later, is he it actually like a DS does. game though, or do they have it on? I have else? no idea. 
I don't know what platforms Yokai Watch is even on. <laughs> Aside, obviously, the PS4, thanks to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, <laughs> PC, don't forget about PC. And PC. <laughs> Soon to be Xbox One. Patent pending. <laughs> okay, so this basically is their answer to once a year how they have to throw people back into Fates so that new players have people do Fates with. Yay! This is almost exactly like Atma Grinding. Yay! Except it's you get, exactly like well, okay almost except you get you get minion tokens and you get uh weapon tokens and the minion tokens are 100 percent as long as you're wearing the watch so the minions are actually fairly easy to get you only need to do like 70 something fates and then once you get all the minions, <laughs> only <laughs> only 70 I got, something I got, I got all the minions already and i've only got two weapons so i think yeah. that it doesn't take that long it took me a couple hours i actually streamed getting all the minions like people watched me do it it didn't take that long so if you get all the minions then you get the first mount, and I think that's worth getting. Whether or not you want to do all the weapons to get the second mount is another story, because the second, the weapons are pretty much like I'm a little bit higher drop rate. I hear it's about 25%, um, but I called bullshit RNG on that. I, but <laughs> roughly, yeah. Why? About. I feel like that's about about right. You I'm have so... to have the appropriate minion out relating to your job class. So it's like you get one for free at the beginning, and then as you do fates with that minion out, then you get more coins to get more minions. Who is this aimed? Like, that's the thing. I don't, uh, you know, like, I'm not a 12-year-old kid, but I don't feel like... sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. But I feel like... like I feel like there aren't that many, like young kids that play ff14 so okay, well, i'm I pause, just wait pause. hang on no 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 i'm just confused I mean, maybe it's because our generation is the generation that's having five-year-old kids so they're having us they're advertising to us to advertise to their children that doesn't make any sense that is <laughs> that's the, all i got <laughs> to, but to to waste development time and to to do like that the whole thing with putting it into 14 like i just don't understand who this like, event is supposed to to target kind of crossover where something 14 goes into yokai watch too because that would also be no yes. sense because we don't want like six-year-olds like six-year-olds can't play this so i think we nailed that we hit it on the head a few months back when we guessed that yoshi probably got really drunk at one of the <laughs> events and made a promise that now he has to live up to well he did i thought he did say in an interview where he and the guy from that created yokai watch yeah. sat down and had a few and this I, is what came yeah, out of it i i think we may be closer than we'd like to be on that but i'm just i, I okay the t- Let's look at, think of it this way. How many young kids are actually playing Pokemon versus adults adult playing Pokemon Go? Um, a lot more than you think. Like, I mean, as being an elementary school teacher, I can tell you Pokemon has never really gone anywhere. Like, five-year-olds are bringing in cards and trading. Like, I had to be that teacher that banned Pokemon cards last year because <gasps> they would take them out oh, in the middle. Oh, Seriously, like, especially with kindergartners, you know their attention spans, right? So I'll tell them, okay, you can get them out like at recess or something. And then I look and they would like be sneaking them to lunch and like, like you're going to throw them in the trash and you're going to cry. Boom. So, like, but really, but Pokemon has always been there. It hasn't gone anywhere. And then, but the thing is as adults, we've never really realized that. So I think that Pokemon has a huge range. Yo-Kai watch. Not so much. Uh, yeah. I, f- I, I mean, I feel like Yo-Kai watch is like, probably two steps below Digimon in terms of like cultural <laughs> nothing is nothing penetration is like I'm just saying it like it's whoa 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 wow triggered triggered no, no no like we can all agree that Yokai Watch is a cheap imitation of Pokemon 
But like Digimon is just like the worst, terriblest invitation. Digimon actually themes that matter, like death and loss and sorrow and depression and things that matter. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's still it still was just the most craven. We're getting very off topic, but it was still just the most craven attempt to capitalize on a trend ever. Ever. Kind of like Transformers and GoBots. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you, you had. Yeah, Transformers is awful. <laughs> Legos oh, and wait. Duplos. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, a lot of people are not happy about having to go back and do Fates, and to that, I just say, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do so the event. Good. Don't do the event. The weapon mount is so cool. It glows in the dark, and no, like the face, like the eyeballs and the mouth are like neon lights. Just, I, it, stop. it lights up. Stop. You only okay. So you only have to collect twenty two hundred and twenty two of the special medallions, and those are a twenty five percent drop rate. So that's like roughly eight hundred and eighty eight fates, which isn't all that much. <laughs> if it, it. It, it goes by a lot faster than you think. And you know what? <laughs> After two months, this this stuff is going away. So well, that's going to make this mount extremely rare. Let me tell you, let me look, let me tell you exactly. Mount lust. Let, let me tell you exactly what I've been doing. Okay. I have done zero deep dungeon. I haven't even logged in this week to do my, uh, weeping city. And this will be the second week in the in a row that I haven't had time to do that. So if I'm going to log in, there is literally no fucking way that I'm going to be devoting any time to yokai watch. Period. I mean, I'm using it to level up my last job, so like to get some XP. You can yeah, do that with Deep XP. Dungeon, though. You're getting Grand Company seals to get moonstones for your, for your relic. relic. That's yep. nice. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. I tell you what, I did Deep Dungeon when it first came out. Spent three or four hours in there, and then uh, I tuned out. And when Yokai Watch came out, I did like four, five, six, eight, ten hours doing fates. So in my mind, Yokai Watch is oh. the trigger is real. <laughs> Hashtag mute Juxta. Well, <laughs> let me let me ask this: Could could they reskin Yokai Watch as any other event, but give the same reward incentives, and you'd still be doing it? Or is it because it's Yokai Watch? No, I could. I would be doing it either way. Yeah, so I think it's, it's, it's more the incentives that the you game, care yeah. about, right? Okay. That, but, and I think that's the point. But now, no one's doing this because it's Yokai Watch. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm one of those people too that, like, if I know something's exclusive and then I will 100% not be able to get it in the future, even because yes. like, I've never buy it from the cash shop if that's where they put it. That I, I mean, if so I can mad. get it for free, I'm going to spend the time and I'm going to get it. And think, and but now, like these these characters are actually kind of cool looking. So I'm actually interested in Yokai Watch. No, now. they're fucking not. They're actually, the worst. Okay, that one that is they that are Woody's the that worst. they have out. Look at the one Papa Woody has out. She's pretty badass looking. No, that little like blue snake chick. She's cool. I like her. Yeah, they all look sna- like first she's, form she looks Digimon. Like a ninja. And they all look a like garbage. With yes, exactly. Head. Thank you. Look at how varied they are. They got like the a, a fox guy. Cat. Uh, yeah, like a pizza cat, I guess. A dog that has a human face and he scares people with okay, his face. Okay, that one is face. terrifying. That one is terrifying. What is this terrifying. world where me and Nero are on one side and Nika and Juxta are on the other? <laughs> yeah, it's this is really cool. The best team. You're the worst. <laughs> I'm. Thank you, Square Enix, for this event. That's 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 my bottom line. God. I, I will say the Black Mage staff looks pretty sweet. It's like a big snowflake. I like it. Snowflake, Nero? <laughs> A big one. And actually, the gun, the machinist gun, looks like something out of Overwatch. It's pretty cool. I, I'm wearing that gun right now. I, I just, I sort of just want it gone. Like, I'm glad that it's exclusive because I just want it to not even be a thing. I don't want to see it. It's, it's fucking, it irritates me. 
So what? how about this, scenario? If they had done the same exact thing with Fates, but it wasn't an incentive you cared a little more about, would you do it? Or is it just because it's Probably not. you're not doing it? Probably not. I, I mean, I've, I don't think I've done any of the... Like a single one of the holiday events. So, you know. Those are usually so quick. Yeah, I, I don't really like maybe the anniversary ones I'll do, but not really any like. Yeah, no, I there's saw just a rumor on the official forums that the Moonfire event is going to be Power Rangers. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. You're going to be able to oh, pose. You no. can pose. Yeah, you can have red ranger poses, yellow ranger poses. I'll actually do that. I'm done. <laughs> That's so good. People are speculating it's going to be the grand companies. So, based on what grand company you are, you're going to get that pose. So, we're going to have to just do an oh, entire so show. Oh, so team poses. In the pose. <sighs> if Yoshi wants to act like a kid, I say let's all give him a wedgie out at FanFest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's, I'm just, I'm just sick of the cutesy shit that I don't understand who it's being marketed to. Well, you got Deep Dungeon last, last patch, man. <laughs> that was pretty grimdark. I'm just, I'm <laughs> <laughs> What's the? I'm just. Edge, I, I, I don't get the point. I don't understand the point of of a yokai watch crossover when it has no, it has no market pull. But it like does. FF14, I think more people are being exposed to yokai watch because of FF14 than FF14 would be exposed to people from a crossover thing. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't understand. If, it's like a one way street. Yeah, exact. It's an entirely one way street. And and I don't I I don't get it. I don't understand why they wasted time putting in an event. I don't understand why they wasted time modeling gear. I don't understand why they wasted time making the fucking minions. Well, it's all it's all a gigantic waste of time from a dev team from a dev team that can't afford to waste time that have been blowing it for the last year in terms of content, which is driven home by the fact that Deep Dungeon sucks donkey balls. And you know what? I, this is what this is what we're spending time doing. This is supposed to be the content that brings people in. Get the fuck out of here, man. This is th what is this? If it was Pokemon, would you be more <laughs> no, apt to do it? No. If it was Pokemon, get at least it would make if sense. This was a Pokemon get that shit. Over, you wouldn't do it. No, get that shit the fuck out of this game. I want FF14 shit in FF14. I don't want Pokemon. I don't want Yokai Watch. I don't want other game. I don't even want other Final Fantasy games. I think other Final Fantasies, though, makes sense. That even that at least makes sense. This doesn't make any fucking sense. But I don't even want other Final Fantasy games brought into 14. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of development. It's a waste of the developer's time. But I wonder, I'm willing to bet that in Japan, the demographic for Yokai Watch is different. So I, I bet, bet that there, are there are probably adults that play Yokai Watch in Japan that will be exposed to Final Fantasy 14 because of it. I bet it is. But had it, if it had the cultural significance that Pokemon had when it came out, then we would have heard of Yokai Watch before they said a, a crossover event. We went, huh? What the fuck is that? It 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 does. It, Woody said a great. It's a great point. It's a one way street. I don't think that I don't think that FF14 stands to gain a single subscriber from doing this. And if you don't add one subscriber, why would you do it? 
I mean, did we learn? Because did we I do learn think nothing? The getting drunk thing holds some weight here. But did we learn nothing from Lords of Verminion? I disagree because I believe because of these two mounts that are only going to be around for two months. People resubscribe just to so they could get these mounts. I uh, oh no you, way no way no you way. are vastly vastly overestimating the amount of people that are motivated by stupid chintzy shit like that. Just because you're an idiot and are motivated by stuff like that <laughs> does not mean that most of the players of this game are. But some are. No, I I, I would say that that's a fairly fractional portion. I'll tell you what, I bet a lot of people after Deep Dungeon was kind of a, a poop shoot, I bet a lot of people were going to unsubscribe, but now that this limited time event has come out and has limited time rewards, they are now compelled to stay subscribed, and even if they don't do the event, I would like, the chance, I would like they don't want a ch the chance that to is pass such, them by. That is, that is a such out there hypothetical if one person could call and confirm that that is that's a thing that yokai watch got you to stick around please i i implore <laughs> i implore one person in our entire listening audience to back juxta on that because i don't think that that's true anywhere i mean just you don't even have to tell the truth just lie about it i don't think you'll even do that <laughs> damn so, but how limited time is this really? Isn't it around till October? October? Yeah, well, it's because they wanted to give you enough time. And honestly, Ugh. someone's done the math. And if you start like the second day of the event, if you get four medals a day, not four weapons, not four whatever, four medals a day, you'll get all of them by October. So honestly, that that's what if a twenty five percent, that's maybe like I don't know, sixteen fates a day. That's way sure. more. That's way more effort than I'm willing to put in. Uh, we want to take your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. What do you feel about Yokai Watch? Is that something that you're bothering to do? Why or why not? Uh, I know that uh, one of our listeners, Satori, is quite frustrated with the fates and Atmas and the whole Atma-ish uh, portion of, uh, of this event. Uh, what do you think? Have you been doing them? And does Yokai Watch have any hold on you uh also we'll talk about deep dungeon this is the second week of deep dungeon and we want to gauge how you're feeling about the system uh we talked a lot about it uh, in the run-up to it and uh now after its first you know the first week it had mixed reviews second week i feel like it's it's going the way of diadem uh so uh d would you like to uh, correct my thinking on that again limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, how enthused are you about FF14 right now? Uh, I, I think that uh, I, I, there's not a ton of people logging in. I don't see a ton of people when I log in. Uh, it seems like queue times are fairly long at the moment. I myself have been very demotivated. I feel like I don't really have a whole lot of investment in the content that is current. And at this point, I'm waiting for the next patch because I'm you know I'm behind on uh, on on collecting gear. So, you know, uh, where are you? Are you in a holding pattern just waiting for uh, 3.4 or are you actively working on your anima collecting uh, items from deep dungeon uh, or uh, doing yokai watch? We want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype 8105158715 limitbreakradio.com/discord. Uh, I, you know, guys, I'm so tuned out right now 
and that it's just it's really difficult for me to log in and i mean part of that may be my schedule and i'm not trying to make excuses uh by any means but i do think that the content that's being presented is a is a large factor here i'm just not as into it guys what do you think i i feel you on that i i've been I haven't been in very much when I am in. I'm usually not even on my main at this point. I'm usually leveling up my alt character because at least then I can get the XP out of Deep Dungeon and have it be worth something. And that's like, if I wasn't leveling her up, if she, like, if, when she hits 60, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because right. she's at 58 right now. Mm. And when she hits 60, eh, I don't know. There's like, I'm not doing Yokai Watch. I couldn't care less. Yeah. Uh, I, like, none of the mounts inspire me. None of the minions inspire me. Like, Some of the minions are so cute. Sure, but I don't want them. I don't care. I have cute minions. I, I've got a cactuar that follows me around. I'm good. Uh, I, what else is there right now? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I've been so tuned out of the game at this point that there's so much content that I've missed on. Like, I haven't... Like, I still need to get reveries done. I need a whole bunch of... Like, uh, I need to farm bald so I can com- uh, continue in my Rhapsody. Get out of here with that 11 chicken. <laughs> no, I think he's got the right idea. Play 11. <laughs> hey, we had like, fun on the other day, didn't we? Seriously, like, for me, like, when I'm at work scrubbing dishes endlessly, like, my mind wanders to what I could be doing in Final Fantasy 11. And that, I think, wow. speaks volumes to how much but content there is in 14 at this point. I feel moment. like this is so, like, how do you know how to defend this? Because you guys don't raid. Like, I think all the time about, like, my next raid day and when I'm going to log on and what I have to do before I can raid because I have to do my Weeping City. Like, I'm still pretty hooked on this and I'm not entirely sure how to, like... Well, no, I think, actually, you bring up a great point is if you have something like raiding, that is what hooks you and you have to no, look for... No, no, no. no, no. I, well, I think it's someone. It's, I think that that, Nika, for you, it's the people, the connection that you've made with your raid group and wanting to still support the group and still support the it's people hard, who I mean, are part of the group. It's hard to say that because we've reformed our group so many times because people keep quitting. No, but it's the it's so the it's, idea it's also of the it. idea of raiding, not just of the group, of right. the people. Right. But you, I enjoy raiding. Like that's what I enjoy doing in the game. So as long as I have something to work towards, like we're actually like actively and very like well progressing through a seven and it's a lot of fun so i actually look forward to that and i find myself thinking about okay we died at this part last time let me think about what i can do better like while i'm washing dishes and that's where my mind goes so we've talked about we've talked about the importance of making your content geared towards that end game player base sure so that if you have something like rating where that is what you look forward to coming to do every week that's why you're logging in for people like us who are not so much into rating but we might be into another kind of end game event we're kind of just like, eh, now what? Right. It definitely, see, I, I mean, because Nika, you were always into raiding, and raiding hasn't changed. What we've gotten are I disagree two- because A3 ripped out my soul and stomped out it, and I hated raiding when it was Gordian. Uh, it is much better now. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, but what I'm saying is, is that we've got two, we, we've had two added systems that are not aimed at raiders they have been sort of aimed at this middle ground where square enix hasn't been hitting none of their we've we've identified the valley in their content where there's a lot for you know there's a lot in terms of dungeons there's a lot of stuff that you can do daily that everyone can do and it's pretty ubiquitous that you're going to go in there and you're going to win but there isn't much in the middle ground between that and and the 
you know, razor line that you have to walk when raiding. And so... I mean, Deep Dungeon's a step in the right direction, I think. I mean, I feel like it sucks that we only got... I think... I think... That it sucks that we only got 50 floors because I feel like that it was just starting to get difficult in 41 to 50. Like I feel like most people do not wipe until they get after 41. Um, but the thing is, is it does happen. People get pissed and, you know, it's not guaranteed. You know, you take one wrong step, step on a lure trap, you get too many mobs, you're dead. Like it's going to happen. Um, and I feel like if if the the difficulty continues to progress as we get to level 100 and beyond and if they address the boring, the only way to open the portal is by killing X amount of monsters, I think it could be kind of hit that sweet spot. But we have yet to see that because we only got 50 floors. So. I see. But, uh, you know, I, this is where I don't I, know. I don't know that the, I, I was just I'm, I don't know that that's true, though. It's kind of like the. I mean, as much as I say I was getting burnout on it. Like, that's why if I do, like, 10 floors at a time, I think it's fine. Like, especially if my RNG just sucks and other people are getting better upgrades from 1 to 10 and 11 to 20. It's something that, like, okay, I've got an hour to kill. What can I do? Oh, I can go into Deep Dungeon and get some upgrades for an hour and casually work towards that weapon. And I feel like for the rest of forever, as long as I still have weapons to get, because for glamour or whatever reason, if I have an hour to kill before I got to go to work or whatever, I'll just hop into Deep Dungeon for an hour solo. Like, you know, I think it hits that... That middle spot. But what my question? But what happens when you don't? When you're not activated by the rewards? When the rewards are not something that you want or feel like you even need? By the time I I feel like I actively play about four classes, and I feel like by the time I would get four weapons for glamour, they'll hopefully have Nika, another. Nika, I understand. I understand. No, no, no. We, we look. We we all understand for you what your motivation is. I'm saying if that motivation wasn't a factor for you, if you weren't motivated At to all. do Nobody any of those things, if you did not like any of the items, and you really truly felt like item upgrades do not serve your character and do not serve to push you forward in the content that you actively participate in. Well, that makes it different, right? It, like it does, but you have to also think that not everything is going to suit everyone. Like that's just how the way MMs work. We've been and but we've been over this a million times. Raiding gear only serves to make you better at raiding. Well, I agree. All what I was saying is that I feel like Deep Dungeon hit that spot for a bigger amount of people. Obviously there are still some people I think that it, don't. I think it could have except you there's only one reward. That's my problem is that there's only one reward and I can look at that and go, "Yeah, pass." That's the problem is that Square Enix needs to be making content that I can't look at and go, nah, pass. You know what I mean? It's completely, you write off an entire section of content because you don't want one item. It's the one item. If there were more rewards out of that, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, people would be all over it. The re- yeah, I agree. Uh, the, the reward structure is totally fucked. Like the systems, even Diadem, as flawed as it was, had it had a better reward structure, it would have done better. And I'm just I'm constantly frustrated at this point because it's like, okay, that may even be worth doing, but there's no reason for me to do it unless I really want that one thing. And I think, yeah, I don't know. and I, and I think honestly, I think a lot of us here at Limerick Radio have great ideas, and I hope they listen. Like even just a small chance of a chest on each boss floor would be enough for a lot of people. And it, you're right because a lot of people don't care about glamour; they don't care about mounts and millions, all aesthetic. So what does it matter in the end? It doesn't. So you're right. 
And I think there are so many ways they could easily fix this. And I hope that Square Enix is listening, but, but, to, but to the people. But. And, 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 and to speak to Juxta's point, you know, when you go back and you play FF11, you don't really, I don't feel like you have that same problem because there are things that keep driving your you know, you're playing and your participation, right? Like, I feel like, you know, Juxta, you had said when you're sitting around scrubbing dishes, you're thinking about what you're going to be doing next on FF11. Right. Because, and, and I feel, and I've, I've felt that too. And I feel like the reason that that exists, at least to some degree, is because there is so much to do and the, like you and also you have to you think- also have to realize that he like th- those of us who are playing 11 right now haven't played in years so there's also so much content we've we haven't done i feel like if we quit 14 for two years and then started again we'd be thinking about what to do in 14 as well she's not wrong i mean i've stuck stayed kind of tuned into 11 for all this time for me i play to help juxta or to help nika i don't have a a ton to do for myself that's fair that's fair but again i i I mean that you know we're talking about a game that is you know over 11 almost 12 years old at this point and and i'm and what i'm saying is is that that motivation that you still feel today and yes that uh, i'll admit being gone for two years does uh you know does affect that somewhat but the entire time that i played 11 as an active character i always felt that there was always something to drive at yes i always felt that pull of like what do i what am i going to be need to what am i going to need to do next or what is my next goal today i'm going to really work towards getting that haku taku cluster so i can finally Uh get my o hat there you go yeah yeah, but then, but then, when you realize that actually half of the time available was spent shouting in Juno for a group, then you wish that that wasn't a thing. So, Eleven had its had its good content, but not its good execution. And I feel like Fourteen has better execution with the lack of content. So, I think we need a balance somewhere in here. But the fact that it's taken an entire expansion cycle and almost two years for them to dial in this process and they're still getting it wrong really concerns me as a fan. Like as as a subscriber to this game, it makes me wonder whether or not they really know what they're doing or if they're just clutching at straws. I feel like they know what they're doing, the people who are actually making the content. But then I feel like there's just some some suit, some person in a chair that says, okay, but now we need, uh, now we need to uh, add, like, do this with it. And then when they do that one thing, they kind of, like, ruin the content. Like, like making Deep Dungeon. Like, to me, Deep Dungeon is, like, two different systems. Like, you have the 1 to 30 where you're leveling up, which is fine, but I feel like that's completely different from when you're going from 30 to 40 when you're actually at the max level and you're actually trying to survive and not just farm exp like i feel like it's two different systems it's really jarring to go from one to 30 and then 30 to 50 Hmm. and i really i really don't when i was playing 40 to 50 i felt like man once i beat this i'm gonna have to go through one to 30 again that's gonna be the worst thing ever because i don't want to have to go through basically be a low level character again and just like that's why they upped the silver chance chest apparently supposedly what's that that's why they upped the the chance the thirty the silver chest chance of working on the no, floor. So you get less. Even, no, I don't even care about that. I don't want to have to go through that garbage, that trash. It's well, it's I pointless. It's, I'm gonna just well, steamroll solo it. or um, with two people. I think it okay, was more he, fun with two, but like. No, I want to be at max level, and I want to do this event, and I want to have fifty floors of being max level where I have to actually try. 
where I have to like be aware and use my pole manners intelligently. Yeah. Yeah. 51 to 100 should be better. Where I don't throw pole manners on the floor and blame it on Skuro because I'm being a dick because there's literally no challenge. Right. It, it, yes. And and I, I think that's the part of it because you're right. Like at least two thirds of it are completely... A, 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 a you know a snooze fest, a, a, pointless. Yeah, it's like sleepwalking. Well, I think Juxta might have kind of hit on the head with saying that there's someone there who is just kind of r- r- screwing everything up, and I worry that it might be Yoshi. Well, I, is it Yoshi? I don't. I think worry it that it kind of is. I don't know. They had to start one. I mean, do you think that when 51 to 100 comes out, you're going to start at one, or you can start at 51? I I have because no. the one to thirty was supposed to be easy. Like it was, they told us that from the start. It's the intro to D Dungeon teaches yeah. you the mechanics of it. It but allows why newer players to ease time? into it. Yeah, no, that's that's a you know, Juxta's got a really good point. It, having to do that every single time and and having to do you know, like you, okay. ask ask yourself what uh, is is there anything interesting about progressing from between levels one and thirty? Like, is there anything about that mechanic of FF four? that is worth being repeatable that is worth you know what i mean like it's like any mmo grinding from you know the opening 30 levels of of whatever you're playing sucks every mmo like like what do we always say wait until you know level 40 level 50 you know to to then really make your decision you know Dude, I, I sort of feel like there is no MMO that is compelling below level thirty, well, yeah. and to throw your throw players into that 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 churn again and again and again. You're right; it's monotonous. And, well, and okay, like if you want to make it so you can XP and be with your low level friends, okay, fine. But make deep dungeon easy mode one to fifty, and you level up one to sixty. Fine, do that. But then have uh, deep dungeon hard mode. Where you're right at 60, that's, level floor one. That's going to be 50. 51 to 100, Juxta. But why do you waste these 30 floors? Why did you have to do that? Why? Doesn't make it. Yeah. And, mean, and, 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 and it really, that seems like one of those decisions that is, you know, like Escalia, like you were saying, that, you know, someone who doesn't necessarily play the game or isn't as connected to the game or, or the doesn't have the concept or like the game knowledge to right. understand a bad decision. Right. And and they come in and they go, "Yeah, but what about low level these new low level players? But players that just sign up. We want them to be able to play with their high level friends that have been playing for 4 years. Then let's just let's just make the system level as you go." Well, wait, that's going to... No, just make that work. You know what I mean? Like, I, I sort I of... Know, I feel like as long as when 51 to 100 comes out, if we can start at 51 every single time and not have to go back to one, I'll be fine with it. Okay, but why would you think that would be the case? Because it's a whole new set of floors. You think that once we do 51 to 100, we're going to have to go back to one? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Back, I mean, it's, if this... And guess just, what? At and then once 200 comes out, we're going to have to go back to one and go all the way to 200? Yeah. And I'm I'm I don't think we're gonna get uh, deep dungeons floors one through two hundred in th- uh, the three point expansion. I think we're gonna get uh, floors uh, like uh, floors a hundred at four and then you can have to level from sixty one to or, yeah sixty one to seventy Ooh. for those four more floors. You think? Yeah, that's no. That's, I don't know. I don't think I, so. No. Hmm. I, I mean, I could that. see it, but I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I feel like. This was it ended up being a miss on something that should have been kind of a home run. 
Like, yeah. At the end of the day. And I'm I'm like this whole expansion has felt that way. And I feel like we came out at 2.0 and, you know, Yoshi was kind of God tier and everyone respected him. And then this whole expansion has been just such a disappointment and a miss for me. He's on the hot seat going into 4.0. If yeah. 4.0 sucks, I'm done. Yeah, I I don't disagree, man. I I don't disagree, and it's it's kind of, it like bums me out to be at that point. You know what I mean? Like Deep Dungeon right now in its current incarnation feels like an alpha. Yeah. Like okay, this is this is the basic which is exactly. Guy. But I think it was that's supposed ex- to be because it's the beginning floor. But that's but that, why why do you push that out on your players right now? Why is that acceptable? I mean, why wouldn't it be? It has to, first of all, they have to test the system to see if people like it before they move forward with it. And then they have to then figure out what's wrong with it, like, you know, incentive, and then fix it, or objectives even, and fix it for the next set of floors. And the next set of floors are the ones that people are going to care about anyway. They, so they want to make sure it's right before that. They could have even made these these opening floors cooler. Like, if they had made the bosses on each floor a little bit harder, such that you have to think, okay, how can I do this since I only have my level 1 through 14 abilities or something like that? If they had done it even that way, it would have been a little bit more fun. Yeah. But well, the, all those bosses, like, the boss is like, oh, I'm going to turn into a succubus and we're just going to destroy it. I, I just, I, yeah, like, I, I, I there, and the entire last episode we talked about deep dungeon and and the possible rewards that they could have put in there that would have been way more motivating and way more i think relevant to the community had they done that i i do i I, you know i agree with you guys i feel like this is just a huge ball of missed opportunities on the part of square enix and you know the sad part is is that they could easily fix this like they could easily bring this right back around and it just takes time. It takes time and development. And, you know, it's kind of hard. Like, if they're crowdsourcing gear design at this point, like, that also makes me nervous that they're sort of creatively tapped. Like, they're like, hey, mm. yokai watch. And oh. uh, we'll put in we'll put in your gear designs. And I don't, we don't know anymore. I feel <laughs> like the gear design thing is more just a, for the maybe, fans thing. That doesn't bother I, me. Yeah, the yokai maybe, watch thing does. Maybe. But, you know, it just I, I, I do have a tough time understanding a lot of the decisions that they're making uh, regarding this stuff because it's yeah you're right Escalia this should have been a home run this should have been an easy home run another thing I thought was a huge huge missed opportunity the random dungeon I I knew that going in we're going to have the square square grid or whatever right but I thought they were going to have like interesting rooms so like maybe once you get to like floor 30 or something you're to have like a double room where it's a one by two square and it's like has something more interesting in it or even a giant room like a four or two by two square sure. that has like a maze or something in it or something you know just like, mean, in, like in Naizu Isle like where, yeah. where they had right. like different that you know, is actually something I would expect to see coming floors, I feel like if you put harder mechanics in when you only have two moves and you're just hitting one two one two it might be a little too difficult so I'm hoping again if 51 to 100 comes out and has none of this I'm going to be very disappointed but like maybe oh. you walk into a room and it just has a poison floor so rather than having the entire floor be a poison debuff or something like there's literally poison on the floor and to walk through it gives you a dot or something that would be cool it'd be random totally right. out and we did we did see the layouts grow more complex on the way to 1 to 50 so I could definitely see like change like that well, happen I just don't even mean like the number of rooms just like have like just different rooms because like I went through it once and I saw repeats I saw like yeah, right. okay this is the room with the giant hole in the middle yeah or this is the room with the giant pillar in the middle yeah or this is the room where it's a Y and you have to go around like I shouldn't see that after the first run yeah during the first run even yeah I you know I 
I, I and and I I think that there was another good point brought up as well that yeah this does feel like sort of like it's in alpha stage development and it's being tested out and am I wrong or did Diadem feel much the same way? Yes, it did. It we did. actually we called it that. We called it a beta test. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, is then they never did anything with Diadem. They say they're going to change it. Who knows? But at least we know there is more coming, and hopefully they're listening to us. Because if they are, we know that like there is definitely a next set of floors coming. We know that. And hopefully, if they really are treating this as an alpha or a beta, that they're going to improve the next set. And but, honestly, until that comes out, we don't we don't know. But why has every addition been a misstep? It, it just, you know what I mean? Like, no. See, this is where you I wish would... that L- 14 had test servers. Like, if they could recruit, mm-hmm. you know, a few thousand people to test out Deep Dungeon and then be like, um, the incentive's not enough. This is kind of silly. Give more objectives. And like, by the time they roll it out, it would be a good system. I don't know why FF14 is one of the only MMOs that doesn't do that. I don't know. I, I, I agree, Nico. Yeah, no, I do agree because I think that they're they're relying. There's too much of an echo chamber effect going on with the dev team. Yes. I think that mm-hmm. they've got some set ideas of what they think works and what they think doesn't. And, you know, it, I know that they take feedback from the community. They take feedback from the official forums. And that's all well and good. That's even a step in the right direction from FF11. But the thing is, is that, you know, when you are only testing in a bubble and when you're testing in god mode and you're testing for balance you know it really doesn't drive home the replayability factor the grind factor and that's where i think that's that's where they end up messing up because they they end up putting in incentives that don't match the grind and you can either get through the grind way too quickly as as is the case with anima right now and all of the different possibilities that you have in advancing your weapon type or they have the other problem where they just simply don't put enough incentive in there to uh you know to um uh to um sustain the content exactly yeah you know i think that you would see more people be enthusiastic about deep dungeon if they thought that they were getting something out of it at the end of the day, because it's not a bad system. It's not bad. And it is grindable. And it's, you know, you can kind of turn your brain off and I, for I some of it. it too. Yeah. And you, Especially, and there I, is fun to be had, but if you're not interested by what you're taking out of there, what is the point? Well, and you talk about things like the official forums being a step in the right direction from 11. Even Eleven eventually adopted a test server. Right? How it, like it is not good when your game is doesn't have something that Eleven had in terms of player feedback. And and I get and I get that they're they don't want to you know like it would negatively impact the world firsting community. But I I you know what I'm not I'm not hearing much out of them. I mean I know that that it's going to be till three point four when we hear about them you know about world firsting again. But it's just like. You know, when you only have content in every other patch that's relevant to world first groups, then I think that more of your community would benefit from a test server than the minuscule minor fraction of your community that's being competitive to try to get those world firsts. Right. Like if you weigh the two, you look at the benefit that a test server could have on the entire community versus the damage that it does in the world first community. How is Square Enix still going? Yeah, the world first community is the the one that we need to be supporting. Well, if you think about the world first community, how many players actually is that? I mean, tops like 100, 200, maybe, maybe if that I mean, you know, I think that's even that is generous. The one percenters. 
It, it's the, it's, it's, it's like the point one percenters. The point one percenters, yeah. You know, like, there's not that many folks that are... And, and even at this point, you know, like, at one, at one point in this game, World First Thing was very competitive, but now we've seen huge gaps in content. We see raiders who are who finish content very, very quickly and then unsub, don't come back until there's new content. So there's, like, four months where they're not even plugged into the game at all. Uh, or don't need, I should say, don't need to be plugged into the game at all. And, you know, again, why continue to support that part of the community if that's only, you know, 100 people, maybe less than that? That doesn't make any sense. Nika, do you have anything to say about that? I I don't know. Like, it's especially, I mean, I feel like now, I felt that way when I was doing coils. Because coils I always had on farm before the next set of group come out. And then there were literally days where I would log in, do the four coil tiers and log out till the next Tuesday. But because for whatever reason, if it's because of my group schedule or if it's because of the difficulty of it or whatever, like we're still working on it. And I think that we might maybe just clear A8, maybe right before A9 comes out. So I don't know. It's hard for me to- Would you to be opposed to that. a- yeah, I mean, do you, do you think that a test server does damage to the rating community or to the end game community? And and well, if I guess it, it depends on how much they put in the test server. Like most, right. I don't think most MMOs put everything exactly as it is in the test server. But no, they. I mean, they don't. And there are also, you know, there are additional variables that uh, they allow some players to control on the test server too. So you know, something like that is uh, is also a factor. But I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you're right though because I do feel like that if they put the raids exactly as they are in the test server it would be the world firsters who go in and figure out the mechanics and all that jazz but i don't think that the and because the end game raids are such a small population i don't feel like that that would be what would be i also of, sort of yeah like but the thing I feel is, like is they have a pretty good balance testing team that they have on their that, own and if something's exactly, too hard they yes. fix it like they actually yeah. listen to that community like they've they've fixed a couple mechanics just in hot fixes. So you're exactly right. I actually think that Square Enix could implement a test server and omit all rating from the test server and still it would serve its purpose. Because you're right, Nika, the the raids are incredibly well balanced. And so moving forward, I would I would expect them to still be well balanced. Yeah, and um, like in the times that they're not, you know, people bitch and they fix them. I mean, granted A3 was its own monster but i feel like you know even in like a6 they're like oh man the difficulty curve was way too high at the right. beginning from a5 so we're gonna you know change a few of the mechanics here like right off the bat they did that within like a month yeah a few weeks maybe and so i feel like they listen enough to the end game the small end game community that it doesn't need to be in a test server and i think there are other games that don't put their raids their top tier things in the test server it's more like if they're implementing a new system or a new you yeah, know like, new abilities like and they want to yeah. test that kind of stuff out or a new thing like deep dungeon yeah. right right yeah no i i definitely agree and i think uh test servers would uh would probably be to the benefit of ff14 so let's go to our phone lines we've had uh tomo luciana uh hanging on from midgard for a while tomo welcome to limit break radio hey dude what doing so uh good thanks for calling uh the show what would you like to talk about well there was actually something that was i was thinking about talking this for a while now and it, it kind of always becomes like an issue with like free companies when we talk about this in our server okay it's um in general we noticed that rating has completely died in our server like it's it's gone like we just have no incentive to raid because the whole 
system on, okay, we're going to get these following items from this content, but then we're just going to toss it next raid. Right. What's the purpose of this if we're just going to do this? And so we essentially turn to other content, old content. This okay. is like, really at this point is that we're looking into, wow, like AR content is still good in comparison to, you know, heaven's word. And sure. we go and play with the Leafs. And like, really at this point, we're, we're helping people get to 60 at this point. And it just, we, we feel left out. Like we feel like there's no content for the level 60 community. And there's like all this content for the low base content players. Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. Because every time, you know, every time, you know, level capped players get content, it seems like either there is an inclusive portion of that content for lower level players like in Deep Dungeon or that it is or, you know, lower level players are also getting another system that they can use to either grind XP or whatever. So, you know, yeah, every time there's something added, it feels like it's also ubiquitously added for those that are just starting the game also. And I don't know that that's exactly fair. Like, I don't think that that's fair for an MMO uh, to to be like yeah okay level seventeen you can do this most recent piece of you know awesome relevant content do people really want that from from an MMO I, I feel like that's not the reason that people play MMOs easy gratification and instant gratification may be the reason that people play video games but I don't think it's a good reason to play an MMO because this is a bad format for getting your instant gratification on this is a long term gratification sort of of game here and the people who want to continue playing these games and will continue investing these games want to feel that long term investment and and you're you're totally right uh uh tomo that taking and and throwing all of your gear out you know in one or two patches later it totally demotivates people it's completely demotivated me because none of my gear has a point i i don't get attached to any of the items that i have i i get attached to it in a visual sense and that's it and i get attached to anything tanky i don't know why like i, I still don't. have like my gordian tank gear just because is my main gear and I can't throw I, it out. I, I, well, I mean, I keep it for po glamour possibilities, like, but that's it. It was ugly as all get out. But because it was my tank gear, like, I will get rid of the monk, Gordon gear, the caster, whatever. But my tank gear, I still have like so much tank gear just because I don't want to get rid of well, it. And the number, here's a number I'd like to see. I'd like to see the number of people who are level 17 and that's all they have actually doing deep dungeon because if you're actually like trying to do this as a new player you're not doing deep dungeon most likely i would imagine you're probably doing the storyline yeah which is I, far I more interesting how many people are level 17 they're going to get the level 30 30 weapon and maybe be what like 35 and not be able to use the 235 weapon right yeah. I, I they built it in there so that new players could do this but how many new players would actually do this rather than the main storyline which would be far more interesting yeah, than deep dungeon if you haven't seen it before yeah especially like just looking in the novice chat like most of the new players are concerned with getting through the filler quest in the storyline to get to heaven's word they're less concerned about the actual right. content yet. also yeah. keep in mind that when you're low level and you're leveling up so quickly those abilities are just going to pop right into your bar right at the bottom and let's face you it a new no player you're, you're not going to know how to work work with it yeah yeah we oh, had, but that's okay because they want the jumping potion they can figure it out <laughs> we had yeah, somebody dungeon that was <laughs> with a time limit come on <laughs> We had somebody that actually was a lancer in my party. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and he was so frustrated because he didn't 
know what to do with all yeah. his abilities. Oh, okay. His yeah. deep. I could see people are doing that on purpose. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen a lot of people no. who go as their base job on purpose so they can have the cross well, class abilities. But, but, but this sounds like someone who was yeah, just no, a lancer. He, he was a lancer. He was like fuck. The, he said it in big cap letters. Fuck this. I can't do shit. I'm just going to learn how to be a tank or a healer. I mean, <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, if you can't do DPS, well, you sure shouldn't want to be a tank. Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, know. like Lancer and Dragoon's like rotations hard to learn and it'd be very hard to learn it on is, the fly. Right. It is because you don't, yeah, Dragoons have not just their one, two, three DPS rotation, but they also have a dot rotation and you have to alternate them yeah, and it gets yeah. really confusing. They have and so, two, one, two, three rotations. That yeah, they, they do. And you have to do them both. Yep. And I just can't even imagine getting all that just dropped on you at once. No. Well, but that's literally what deep, dungeon does and so i feel like that response would be your typical newer player's response to going through that system and being completely overwhelmed with skills and abilities that you don't know how to use and feeling like i don't i i'm totally fucking this up that's got to be even more frustrating than anything and that's not a good feeling like when you know you're playing wrong and you're not you're like not holding up your end of the bargain in a party that sucks totally i mean it's one thing when you're on stream and you're trolling skuro right yeah yeah yeah. if you're legitimately trying and you know you're sucking compared to everyone else that's a horrible feeling yeah should have been implemented at, at level 50 that way you know you know your abilities and stuff. Just in my opinion, you know what? And the if levels we, don't come as fast. If it had started at level fifty and floors one to ten took you like fifty to sixty, like yeah, Diamond I'd be fine point. with that. Yeah, yep. Because then it would just feel like a recap of Heaven's Award. You're like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Thanks, Tomo. We appreciate the call. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com slash Discord to call in on Discord. We want to hear from you. What have you been doing uh, in terms of Deep Dungeon? How far are you on your anima? Are you even still logging in? We want to know. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Where is the joy for you? Where are you finding the joy in FF14 right now? A lot of people seem to be questioning why they're they're even subscribed and, and it's, I, it's frustrating we get emails and tweets with people saying that lbr is the only thing that's keeping them attached to uh ff14 and, and that's, that's that's terrifying to us well that's a lot of pressure yeah. <laughs> god damn that's yeah that's uh you know no pressure. hope you like fake fantasy leagues uh <laughs> right um but yeah it's like that's that's the thing is that you know even us here in the show I think only one of us is really enthused about FF14 at the moment, and I, you know, we're not trying to. Uh, clearly, we're not trying to shit on it, and we're. Is that Papa? Is it Nika. Nika. Oh, right, right. Uh, you know, clearly, <laughs> clearly, we're not trying to shit on it or give it a hard time, or uh, you know, just you know, just you know, encourage people to to you know get off of FF14. That's clearly that would not do anything. That would not do us any favors. No, but. We make money off Final just, Fantasy fourteen. So. I'm just no, I'm just an optimist. Like I actually still think that Deep Dungeon as it currently stands is repetitive as hell and I get very burned out on it very quickly. I'm just an optimist that things will get better and if they don't, I'm gonna be very soul crushed. So but, I, I see I see the basics and I see where it can build. I just hope that Square Enix well, if Square Enix can't see what I can see, I'm gonna be very upset. Well let me ask you this, Nika. You you're an optimist and that's I think we're all pretty well aware of that. But outside of rating is your overall motivation for 14 down? 
I want to say a little, but that's only because it's summer and I just like to sleep. Um, because <laughs> well, when I'm up, when I'm up, I'm on the game and I'm doing my roulettes and stuff. But okay. honestly, I'm I'm getting a little bored of just having two expert dungeons. That's my main thing, which you know everybody is. But in general, like because I'm still working on my relic, I know I need to do my roulettes every day so that I can do that. There's also a lot more triple triad cards, so I'm spending my time doing that. Like I still have other stuff I'm doing in my downtime. I actually have seen a resurgence in triple triad players recently, which is weird. <laughs> That Wait, is depressing. Um, is actually the word. Triple Triad is a lot of fun. I think that's one mini game they did really well. Like no, I every agree. single patch, they add new cards and new NPCs, and like I'm constantly you're, doing these. You're right. They they made an amazing addition to FF14 back in 1998 when they made that game. <laughs> okay, um, no, you know what? The I, way they add the collectibles in is they they did a good job. 2.0 content. <laughs> this is what I hate. Okay, I hate Triple Not Triad right. because it's barely a card game. Okay. They, oh my god. Square oh my Enix God. needs to add a real card game. The like card game Magic connoisseur. Or Hearthstone. A guard game with like mechanics and game? spells and like. So actually, so, if they added an, a like a magic kind of clone, like their own magic Hearthstone yeah. clone, actually, I'd be into that. So Lords of Verminion, except with cards. Well, no, but not no, no, but I mean, like you know that you know that if you ask that from Square Enix, they're just gonna go. Here's Lords of Verminion with cards. Like they're not even gonna buy. It's not He'll gonna be cool. It's going. It's going to be all of the. Stu- was at least thought out enough that it's a fun system. It's a collecting system, and you always feel like you have more to get. So I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like all of your cards are gonna be based off of minions. That's all. Square Enix, hire me, and I will make your card game system. Okay, God. I will make sure it doesn't suck. Yeah. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, before we move on from this uh, and get into the FFFL draft, uh, I, uh, real quick, because uh, Pokemon Go is the uh, you know biggest thing in gaming right now. We're going to be talking a lot about that over on our other show, Final Encountercast. Make sure that you join us live at twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast at 5. Uh, we're going to be going through the latest gaming headlines, talking about some Pokemon Go, uh, and uh, talking to you as well. So uh, join us live over at twitch.tv slash final encountercast. But what, you know, we, we talked a lot about motivation. We talked a lot about, you know, uh, you know, how does a game motivate its players to stay involved and to stay plugged in? And with Pokemon Go, you know, like you've seen the same fall off in interest with certain players uh, that in in the same fashion that you would with MMO content, either they've been you know breezing through catching Pokemon too quickly, or you know there's nothing that spawns in their area, and that's a demotivating factor. So I'm curious, you know, what have you guys noticed in your own playing of uh, of Pokemon Go and the way that it motivates you to keep playing cuz really honest to god that's the only game that I've I've been plugged into it's the only game I've had time for in the last 2 weeks a mobile game I know right it's, it's because it's so it's casual insane. that's why it, it people is. like to keep playing it because you can do it when you're just walking around to the store for 5 minutes right? like that's I think that's very different than be having to be stuck at your computer playing a game for I agree hours. I agree you can't it's be at your computer playing Oh, well, I, well, I can. can be. Well, I can. 
And but honestly, that's just because I, I live like, in Safari Zone. I mean, but to me, Pokemon Go feels a lot like Triple Triad to me because currently all it is is a collection game. They haven't added in the trading. They haven't added You're in right. the battling. Like none of that exists yet. And even like if you don't have a, like an, a 2000 CP Pokemon, you're not going to be able to take over your gems anyway. So really what you're doing is collecting everything until you get a high enough level to get those gem level Pokemon. Yeah, and but so then... but once Essentially, all I'm doing is looking for a rare Pokemon and running to it and then coming back home. Like there's nothing... To keep me motivated outside of collecting right now, which is exactly what Triple Triad does for me. Well, but but you know, it's it's interesting that you say that because uh, it, you know, to me, like I I've I've had an interesting arc with this where I I'm still very tuned in, and I'm at 130. I'm I'm like closing in on my final 10. I just, just want to highlight this, okay, guys. Okay, Aniro just said he has at 130. Caught. Pokemon caught, caught. Of, a, of 142. Yes. Okay. Just so a, I'm almost. Yeah, I'm almost on. I'm almost on my last ten. All right. So go touch this deck. And <laughs> and the thing is, like, I I don't like go places. I don't go out hunting. It's mostly what I'm catching around here. And what I you are lucky. I know. I know. Hey. But the thing. You you douchebag. The thing that I've heard about the reason people are starting because. When everyone picked it up, every gaming news channel went insane and went, this is the new future. The, uh, the uh, Nintendo stock has ri- risen $9 billion overnight. Everyone, literally, more people are playing this than are trying to have sex. It's, uh, you know, like everyone, <laughs> everyone lost their fucking mind about it. And now four weeks out uh, from its release, we're seeing, we're seeing the, the normal like shakeout. Drop off. Yeah. yeah. What you'd expect. And now, 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 no, 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 those same, those same fucking channels, like, and I'm going to call them out too. the no guys, come on. You're smarter than that. You're, you guys are so much smarter than that. You're produced by rooster teeth. You can't be this dumb to sit there and talk about, well, Pokemon go is dying. No, it's not. Come on. I know. (laughs) Especially because Warcraft is dying. I know. It's the same. It's that same shit. I've read so many more articles that are like any of Niantic's games. If you know anything about Niantic's games, that. The gameplay Stupid. builds and updates and goes and blah blah blah. And yeah. it always gets it's like it an MMO. And they've already told it. Like they've already given us a ton of things that they're adding in the future. And so all you have to do is look forward to it. So I, I'm just, I'm just, just the the way that the game rewards, the way that the game, you know, there's also that whole turf battling thing, which I think is really cool. Um, it, you know, like that those aspects I think have really done well at activating people's desire mechanism right like that's what you want in your game you want your desire mechanism to be fired a little bit of that that pokemon lust like i want that 2000 cp snorlax god damn it yes exactly (laughs) And, and and it will make you break behaviors to be able to do that and i find that really fascinating and i think that there is there are lessons that pokemon go teaches us not just about you know, not just about, uh, you know, MMOs, but just about game development and player in incentive uh, that is really important and that everyone should be paying attention to. Well, I think what Niantic has captured so brilliantly is that human beings measure what they have based on what others have. That is we, also true. No, <laughs> holy shit. We 
we do as humans and like people it, like Nika me and Juxta we get super mad at you it's a dick measuring tool yeah because <laughs> you sit here in the safari zone while we live on route one I wake up and my little uh, uh, radar every day is like six ratatas two weedles and a pidgey now, look and I, I, I actually but I'm going to shout out that my Jertini spawn has not changed to an Eevee the, oh, there was a Jertini a few minutes ago neither, neither have I and neither yep. has mine mine is yeah. still mine's still popping Jertinis but the point is you send pictures into our host chat Every day of shit you found and caught, and every one of us says, "Oh, nice, cool," and thinks, "Fuck you, you asshole." I know. I know. Actually, I just we stop responding. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of us are just like, "I'm done. Not talking to you anymore." Love the show and the game because of you guys so much. I made a sub for LBR. Yes, we're Love we're it. gonna Fonz. We're gonna get to that. We're we're definitely gonna talk about your uh, your subreddit before yep. we go. But my, my my point is though, like. What the, the reason the game works is because well, there's places where garbage spawns and there's places yes. where tons of awesome stuff spawns and it makes me want the good stuff and, that I and can't you, get at my house. And you have to and you and and the game doesn't give you any easy way to get it no. either. You have to get your ass up and you've got to move. Yep. And and that's the thing is that it it is very hardline about that restriction. Like, look, you've got to you've got to do some work. You've got to do some effort. And there are people who are lucky, like me, you know, who live in the city, or you know, there are some people. Anyone who works downtowns at like Quicken yeah. or anything, you know what I mean? Like they've got easily as 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 banging a collection as I do because they can sit at work or they can take their lunch hour and and just you know sit at a lure. Spot. But on the other hand, you will never feel the way I felt when I caught my Snorlax in my town because like I, I've been sitting here lusting after a Snorlax. I want one, and finally he appeared. He was on my radar. My heart nearly came out my throat when he popped up. It'll happen. I mean, yeah, it'll, the it, Kabutops. I saw yes. Snorlax if, on my radar, and then I've never seen it again. If I ever saw a wild Kabutops, I, I don't know that I'd be able to catch it because I'd be shaking too much, yeah. but I'll probably end up evolving it. Anyway, I don't want to get too bogged down in, in Pokemon Go. We've got that set aside for Final Encounter Cast yeah, that's coming up next uh, over at twitch.tv slash Final Encounter Cast. Before we get into the FFFL. Want to take one more call here from Crimson Tinted from Balmung Crimson. What's going on? Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for giving us a call. What do you want to talk about? Okay, so I, I, I caught sort of the tail end of the last discussion topic here about, you know, 14 and the lulling content and sort of the, the dip in interest that everybody's having. Um, I've been thinking about this for a number of weeks now, and the more I think about it, the more I realize that there's very little content in this game right now that you have to do with the static list of people. I mean, ever yep. since 2.0, you have all these dungeons get rolled out. You can queue for them solo if you want to and wait in the queue. You know, all, all this content comes out. Di you know, Diadem comes out, and it's every man for himself to get a bunch of loot. Yeah. You know, they they thrown all this content our way, and the, the only real content that's gated behind not the individual is either a full party raid or a light party PvP. Well, you know, and I, I don't understand honestly why. Uh, Squeenix thinks they can keep pushing this individualistic content at us when if they would expand into other group, forced group content where you can't do it alone. 
you know, if there were free company-based yeah. pieces of content, right? I, you know, I, and, and I think that if I had to guess, I think we'll probably start seeing content like that added with 4.0. Um, it, you know, as we move forward, it seems like a natural progression to start looking at even bigger events than than three alliances and or, or, or an alliance, rather, uh, three parties. And, uh, you know, to me, it seems like a natural progression to start are looking at server-wide events or events that you flag participation in similar to a campaign style or a besiege style event from FF11. And I think that's where we'll start seeing some of that. We may start seeing that with the uh, Grand Company uh, uh, events that they keep talking about. Um, I, I forget exactly what uh, what the Grand Company events are called. I keep platoons. For- platoons. That's it. Yeah. Um, we may see something like that, but other people have also theorized that that's just going to be a way to bring in bots to dungeons. So we don't really know how that's going to end up panning out. But I think you're right. I think that uh, having a system that allows you to do things in a party or solo, or that you can queue for in a party. Or solo like remember when you couldn't queue, you know, and you can't queue for the current, uh, you know, current um, raids, you know, in in duty finder. But remember when you couldn't queue any raids in duty finder and you actually had to like form parties. There was actually a bit of a hindrance behind that. Like FF14 doesn't exactly lend itself well to systems outside of matchmaking. And that's why I think you keep seeing matchmaking systems being placed with PvP and being placed with Diadem and everything else. And that's to circumvent the whole looking for party for four hours problem that they had with FF11. So I'm not sure what the function of that would be uh, other than to say, like, look, you you know, uh, this is a restriction that we're choosing to make because we think it's going to, you know, have a better impact on the game. I think that if they made that justification, I would roll with it. But I don't see them making that justification just based on what they've done in the past. Yeah, and I'll give you the biggest example that popped up in my head. 24v24v24 v24 v24, random grand company half the people don't listen to your pvp sure imagine if that was free company versus free company versus free company that would be nuts that, that would be so much more fun yeah that could be nuts um and and i think that in that case it's just giving more tools to build parties because i mean especially for pvp you can't queue as a party you can't you know like if there's there's limitations on how you can queue so uh good point i appreciate the call uh crimson do you have any shout outs before we let you go um I just have to shout out, you know, the Balmon server in general and, you know, all the good people on there, um, especially the person that brought me over there. Um, the little gentleman you, you all know is Joe Never Fails, just a great individual and caster in up. general. But he brought me over to Balmon and, frankly, speaking of lols, renewed my interest in 14. I might have left nice. already if not for Balmon and players like that. So That's fantastic. You know, it's another players you play with. That's my shout out. <laughs> that is very true. Crimson Tinted of the Balmung server. Thanks for joining us today uh, here on Limit Break Radio. Uh, so thank you guys for your calls. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, it's been an interesting conversation. We'll look to have more of these in the future. We'll if you if we didn't get to you today, uh, maybe consider joining us again next Sunday at one p.m. here for uh, Limit Break Radio. So we did this. Uh, 
uh, it wasn't even a year ago that we no, we did a Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, uh, yeah, the uh, we're we're back here again. Season two of the feast has uh, commenced, and so uh, it's time to do season two of the FFFL. Oh, it feels so good to be back. Welcome back, everyone, for Season 2 of the Final Fantasy Feast League. It is underway with 10 new teams coming at you and the first game, a round of games set to take part next week. Wait, 10? Uh, well, while the league was scheduled to begin with 12 teams, the FFFL Owners Association has reached a consensus and stripped last year's champion and runner-up, Calolandis, in juxtaposition of their right to add a new team to the league. Ow. A quote was handed down reading, We may not be able to keep them from reorganizing into a new team, but we can stop them from spreading their filth any further into our proud organization. Interestingly they enough... Try. They can try. Interestingly, this edict was handed down mere hours after the rumor surfaced that uh, Kala was planning to add Skuro into the league. <laughs> More on that story as it develops. Uh, therefore, good. the league Keep- will continue on with 10 teams this season. Keep out those dirty Skuros. That's correct. So, I'd like to start off by introducing our teams for this season. First up, helmed by a Nero. Coming to us live from Baron Castle, we have the Red Wings. Yeah, I went for a really, really original, unique name here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I as, know, a, right? as a Detroit fan. And, are you going to draft Iserman? I am, actually. Gordy Howe. Yeah. But that, I mean, but that's also a Final Fantasy name, so it's a, it's a clever... I know. Yeah. Clever word, play, word play. <laughs> I, uh, that's the joke, Nico! <laughs> I'm saying I'm giving him credit. Thanks for explaining. I'm Jokes are always better when you credit. can explain them. <laughs> They were uh, making fun of you. Yeah, we were. I was giving you But we credit. do that a lot. <laughs> they were making fun of me for the right reasons. Just saying. Uh, yeah, so that's my my team name. I, I figured uh, the Also, bu- I bet the there's bu- a handful of people in the chat that don't know that it's a Final Fantasy name. Oh, that's probably depressingly true. <laughs> Actually, but, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. All right, up next, coming to us from the Rogues Guild Fight Club, we have the Edelweiss Assassins. GM Callow, would you like to say anything about your team? That is the dumbest name. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm I'm okay with this. I know I you know like I know that that the the uh, rule is that if you can't show up to draft day, right. that you forfeit all of your naming privileges. Absolutely. I'm not sure that I co- could have come up with a worse name. He had a really horrible time with the last one too. So like he got a really bad name. He won. So. He doesn't get to complain. <laughs> Uh, okay. You know, honestly, if I really tried to come up with something awful that just when I said it out loud made my skin crawl, I'm not sure that I could have done better than this. So I'm actually pretty okay with that. It's very weeb. What is the Rose Guild Fight Club? Did he just admit to us that there's a fight club? I thought you were not supposed to talk about fight club. Well, he might be under investigation it's the Rose then. Rose Guild Fight Club. <laughs> you can talk about that one. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you uh, not? I mean, come on. Up next. Helmed by juxtaposition. <laughs> Coming to us from the Manderville Gold Saucer, we have the Verminion Lords. What? Yeah! That's Whoa! right! What? You suck. Go, Lords of Verminion! Oh, God. I actually got a sponsorship from uh, Mr. Manderville himself, as well as the practitioners of Yokai Watch. So our, uh, our team mascot is Hover Nyan. You can see him in my uh, right next to me. God. <laughs> so that's why you were hyping it up earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Up next, helmed by Nika. Yep. From the missing member, we've got 
The Chickabos. Chick, it's Chickabos. The Chickabos. My team is chicks. The we're chick-a-bos? all chicks. And we're badass chicks. And if you don't remember what the missing member is, it's that sweet female pirate only hideout in Limbs of Women's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I That's know where funny. I hid my missing member. <laughs> uh, you probably should not give away your draft strategy when I'm announcing the teams, but fair enough. It's okay because that's been my name. It's okay. Okay. Well, was it's it? Okay. Hang There's on. plenty of females in this game. Was it? Wasn't? Uh, wasn't Ferris's uh, band of pirates? Were they all female? What was there? Was no, was they the, weren't. They thought they she was a okay. male. She was. That's right. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Up next, coming to us from the Balam Garden Training Center, we have. The Balam T-Rexars, which is my team. Yay. Someone cheer, <laughs> damn it. Actually, I saw that, and I was thinking of doing Timberwolves, and then I saw yours, and I was like, dumb. That would be dumb now to pick the Timberwolves, so. <laughs> All right, sweet. Thanks, everyone. Bell-gar- Bell-gar- Thanks, Bell-gar- everyone, for that. I'll cheer for you. <laughs> All right. From Papa Woody, the only team returning from last year. <laughs> from their home field in the Naval... Titan's banana hammock is back. And you know what? To be fair, he had a great run to cap out last season, so I don't blame him for trying to pick up on the the momentum left over. Does this mean that he's keeping his team, too? Like, or are you... you, We're just drafting... Like... Well, if he's, he's the draft, if he, he can try to draft okay, the same I mean, team. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, if he's carrying his team over, he I might, don't even remember who I had. Should probably carry his roster over too. Yeah, I, no, I don't yeah. think that's how that works. Okay. Um, All right. Well, our what, first. What place did uh, Papa place in? Just get third, I think. Third or fourth? Third. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He made it into the playoffs because he won like eight weeks in a row. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll take my old team, but I know that's not possible. Our first new GM added into the FFFL this season is Malky Thera, who will be bringing us the Malusine Marauders from Limsa Laminsa. Ooh. All right. of Limsa Laminsa? They're like the, the, the entire Limsa Laminsa? Yes. That's, that's Except for the missing member. That's where I am. Well, it's kind of like <laughs> New York baseball teams. They've got two baseball teams, two football teams, there you and go. everyone likes one of them more. Wait, the probably first. <laughs> the city's called Ooh, Limsa Laminsa, isn't it? It's from the city. Yeah, the city. But okay. the missing member's in Limsa Laminsa. I thought yeah. that, I thought they were missing. <laughs> God, boo! Up next, we have Gordor, who's the only. Per- Do we have Gordor on the line? I don't think. I don't know that Gordor ever even showed. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> In be- true Gordor fashion, <laughs> yeah. I'm naming exactly. it Gordor's Goldars. Oh, All right, wait, wait, there you wait, go. Hold, 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 no, or Goldar, Gordor's Goldax. <laughs> Shut up. Gordor's gold. We got... Actually, I was able to contact all of the uh, the people. So. Oh, that's except, wonderful. Except... Uh, it's... Well... well oh, oh we got somebody. Okay, yeah, we, we got, got babies. Yeah, we right. got babies. Okay. All right. Uh, do, do we have Gordor on the line, then? Gordor, talk. He was complaining earlier. He's here. <laughs> okay. Well, what's his team name? Go, are you, Gordor. Gordor. God damn it. Okay, well, well, this here. is going good. Oh, no. G- Gordor's Goldars, it is. Okay, well, then that's it. <laughs> All right, good job, Gordor. Yeah, and nice they currently yeah. don't. Golduck. All right, Gordor's Golducks. And it's more current and appropriate. And they're from Cerulean City. Great. All right. <laughs> yes. Or no, the Cerulean Processing Plant. That's close enough. There you go. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, he'll be around for his first pick. Hopefully. We'll see. All right, next up. Our next addition to the league, coming to us from the Chaos Shrine, we have Surin, who's bringing us the Super Senpai Megaforce. <laughs> okay. Surin's here if you'd like a comment. Yeah. Su- super uh, Senpai Megaforce? Uh, yeah, like Super Sentai? Yeah, yeah I yeah, get it. We got it. <laughs> oh, it's I'm, amazing. I'm actually getting a, uh, a note that says Gordor would like his team name to be El, Gran- El Negro Grande. 
Okay. Oh my god. What? <laughs> what? All right. I mean, we're it, pro- no, we're pronouncing this properly. It's El Negro Grande. <laughs> no. I hope. I think I think it, you know, it it's it's at his request. I happen to love Negroes and jazz. <laughs> did he put the Did he put the pronunciation in? No, uh, of course not. Okay, so El Negro. We're gonna assume uh, they're, uh-huh. they're from the Midgar slums. The Midgar oh, slums. God. Heaven. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I see where this is going. Oh no! I think I see where this is going. Anyway, all, all right. right. And last but not least, joining we have the Mad Hatter, who is from Quarry Mill, and his team name is Bimbo USA. Uh, do we have Mad Hatter on the line? Hello. What's up? What's up? Hi. So, okay, guys, guys on the line, speak when spoken to. (laughs) Yes, please. Don't speak for other people. (laughs) Only just speak when we're trying to speak to you. Mad Hatter, uh, thanks for uh, uh, being a part of FFFL. You ready to draft today? I am ready, and thank you for having me. All right. All right. I'm going to go through some quick rules changes, and then we're going to get into the draft. So unlike last season, there is no bench slot. So teams will be comprised of five players. There is not a hard restriction on what roles will be need to be filled, but please keep in mind the goal is for the party to do battle with another group of five players. Players will have a number assigned to them like real athletes. Our GMs can choose the numbers, or I will assign them randomly. If you want your own custom numbers, I need them by next week. Uh, Each team will now have home and away games, which voters should factor into their decision. And rather than a free-for-all, each team will be given a division. You will play your division rivals twice and also play two of the other teams in the other division once. After 10 weeks, the top two teams in each division will advance to the playoffs, and a two-week playoff will determine the league champion. Our draft order for today is Nika, Malkithera, Aniro, Surin, Iskalia, Mad Hatter, Gordor, Callow, Papa Woody, and Juxtaposition. And then it reverses. And then it reverses order every round. Yep. Uh, so uh, we're gonna, we've got an hour to do this. Uh, we're going to get through as many rounds as we can in an hour. If we finish up, we'll read emails at the end. If we don't get to the end, we'll, uh, we'll finish up uh, doing the draft off the air. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've, you know, we did the, the draft last year. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to do it again uh, in a similar fashion this year. Um, and uh, instead, so instead of callers calling in for Kahlo's auto draft, because Kahlo's the only one on auto draft, right? Yeah, yeah. How, oh, how is Gordor actually here? I, I, I'm here. Yeah, okay. okay yeah, okay. Gordor, Gordor is yeah. here. So, uh, Sh- should I get Surin into the call as well, Nico? Mm-hmm. No, Saren's right next to me. Okay, okay. Yeah. All, right. all right. Because we would end up picking up on each other's mics. Wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, how are we? How do we want to do auto draft for Kahlo then? Um, Let the chat call it out. Yeah, Most just, votes in the chat, maybe. Just chat. Call I know. I I sort of feel like that would take a long yeah. time. Um, um, I I mean, it's just like a group vote of all everyone here. Be like, eh, blah, 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 blah. Um, just like, that. but like he, I feel like he shouldn't end up with one that somebody else actually wants because he's not here. Well, I mean, but it's it is auto draft. Yeah, so. auto draft. He should get like decent players. Like that's how that would work. Hang on, uh, you, uh, we we booted Skuro, but he's still here. He would have. Oh my god, can we let Skuro draft? He would. Yes, this is what we're doing. He would have oh been. God. He would have been Kahlo's, uh He would. Kahlo would have been bringing him into the league. Hmm. We're gonna make Skuro draft for Kahlo. Oh, Skuro's so gonna be. Yeah, Skuro's gonna be auto draft. 
Oh, okay. Well, that works out. Okay, so get Scro in on the on the call with uh, the rest of our participants, uh, and uh, when when it's Kahlo's turn, uh, Scro, you're going to be selecting for him and his stupid team. I don't remember what the name is. The Edelweiss Assassins. Whatever. It's dumb. The foreign stupid douche nozzles. Uh, so nailed it. Uh, <laughs> Good job. Nailed it. Uh, so are we ready? Let's take it away, Nika. You are on the clock. Sweet. All right, starting with badass chick number one. Of course, I'm picking Tifa for my team. Tifa is number one mm-hmm. off the number board. Number one pick Tifa. There you go. Actually, it's pronounced Tifa, so unfortunately, you lose your draft. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, and we've also got a draft board. Uh, Escalia is uh, an actual draft filling board. out the draft board. Just keep it going, guys, and call out to me. I can't. So uh, our second pick goes to Malky Thera. Malky, who would you like to pick for your team? All right. Badass number two, Shantoto from Final Fantasy XI. Okay. Mm. Shantoto. Shantoto. Uh, So uh, uh, guys who are hanging on the line, we're basically just going to pot you up and pot you down when you're making your pick. uh, Just because there's a lot of background noise going on between all, what, four of you. And uh, so it's just, yeah, we don't want to. Have that hanging out on right. on the line. On the clock, we move to Aniro Grigori. All right. Uh, so with my selection, I am going to pick uh, Lakeus. Who? What the fuck Who? is that? You uh, want a lake? That is. Uh, Can you draft a lake? That's a that's a character from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles: Echoes of Time. <laughs> How do I spell that? What? And why is he going in the first round? L A K E I C I U S. I mean, if that's the, the character you want the most that you think, you know, when you want to get off the table right away, I'm scared for the rest of your team. Okay, so. How do you spell that again? L A K E I C I U S. Lakeus. Lake Lakeus. If there's another well, C, of course, with that obviously on everyone's draft off the board. That was my first shit. I don't know what I can. What's your favorite per- part? All of right, everyone, Lake. redo your draft boards. <laughs> Nero's stealing your pick. Uh, All right, we're gonna move to Surin, making his debut on the air. All right, I will have to go with Beatrix. Beatrix, Beatrix. off the board. Beatrix, twice in uh, twice now, she has been picked first round. Sna- sniped from under. Yeah, you? I wanted her too, but. Uh, uh. You know, we agreed. We agreed. T- I'll get some. <laughs> collusion. 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 Oh, my God. Jeez. That's something you admit to after the draft is over, it's not over. after the first pick. Okay. We live in the same house. It's oh, inevitable not to. Gotta love the league. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. We gotta. This is like, this happens in the real fantasy leagues, too. All right. Now, I'm going to change my drafting strategy. Before, I wasn't going to pick all girls, but now I have to pick every single one just to throw Nika off so we can <laughs> anti-collude her. <laughs> all right. Moving on to my first pick in the draft, I am going to surprise absolutely no one and pick Squall. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Squall. Uh, our next mm. pick goes to Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter, what do you, uh, who would you like to pick? I am going to choose Waka. Okay, Waka off the off the board going to Mad Hatter. Waka sat on waivers for eight weeks last season. <laughs> no, I, I dropped him off of mine. I started with him, and I dropped him because he uh, wasn't winning me any rounds. So good luck. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, so Waka's off the board. All right, we've got uh, Gordor next. Gordor, who is your selection? Barry. 
Barrett. All right. Barrett, wow. Barrett. That's actually a pretty solid pick. That worked out well for Kahlo. Yeah, Barrett going to Gordor uh, and uh, El Negro Grande. <laughs> El Negro Grande. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, Kahlo. So uh, next is Kahlo. The Scrote. Uh, Scrote. What are you, uh, you picking? What are you auto-drafting for Kahlo? Uh, I think I'm going to pick up Fran. Fran? Fran. Fran it Fran. is. Mm, interesting. She was second round. Pretty good one, actually. Okay. I can't can't blame him on that one. Yeah. Got to get that furry vote, man. Mm. Uh, that furry vote. <laughs> that takes that takes that, that ta- ass. That takes a powerful player off the uh, mm-hmm. off the, the the board right there. We well, got to watch out in the voting. The furry caucus is big business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Papa Woody, it's over to you. Yuna. 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 Okay. All right. No one's going after my strategy yet. That's oh, good. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, don't worry Fuck about you. Dang it. <laughs> All right. And closing last out the last too. round, we have juxtaposition. Fine. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to power play it. Picking Cloud. Oh. oh. Okay. All right. Juxta changing his draft strategy, I think, three times. Mid-draft. Yeah. Uh, up, up to up to his first draft first pick. First round. Yep. yep. Uh, so back to Juxta again. Yep. It's the first pick of the second round. Cloud's girlfriend, Ares. Ares. <laughs> Is it Aerith or Ares? I thought it was Aerith. Okay. Either way, it would be Ares, not Ares. Aerith. Well, I should pick Tiff up because she is still available. <laughs> she's off. <laughs> she's also not dead. D- you, dead. You have dead. drafted a body. This, you yeah, have the Orshifant of this season. Yep. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Technically, yeah, wait, Cloud is true. dead Didn't as Cloud, well. Uh, wasn't Cloud MIA and from Squall last might season? Uh, no, Cloud Didn't is Cloud dead. disappear last season? A Nero's team killed Cloud yes, last season. Yes, that is right. So how, well, how are you drafting him if he's dead in the ground? So you're just drafting corpses now, Juxta. <laughs> are you also going to draft Tella too? I might. We've got. We, I'm on watch for Gallif and Orshafont next round. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Yeah. These are. You don't understand how this works. I'm gonna lose everybody now. <laughs> Back to Papa Woody. Papa Woody. Lulu. Lulu. He's going team mm, ten. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting uh, move there. Hmm. All right. It's back to Kahlo. So Scrote, we got to get your pick. Uh, Saz Katzroy. Ooh. Who is this? Saz. 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 That's probably a pretty brutal hit to Team Negro Grande. It might be. <laughs> it might be. S-A-Z-S? I, I, does S-A-Z-H. it matter? We, we know who that is. But do we really know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Gordor, back to you for your pick. Skrull, you're going to fucking die. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robon. 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 Right. Okay, all right. He's, a, he's definitely a big Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, All right. And then back to Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter, how about you? Um, Has Shanto been picked yet? Yes, Shanto. Shanto has been picked. Yep. Um, Joe never fails. Okay. Joe never fails. One of my picks from last season. Taking, Taking JNF off the board. All right. Uh, so, Escalia, you're up next. Oh, great. Yeah. Who are you picking? I'm writing down names. You can write down after. How do you not? Right. We in round. Hang on. How did you not have stickers ready to go? Yeah. Oh yeah. Seriously. Well, sorry, I didn't have Every one ready for uh, Alakius. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> Clearly, I should have. All right, I'm taking Zidane. Okay. Hmm. 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 Uh, What's hmm. your strategy behind that? 
uh, make Callow mad. <laughs> Callow's not here. Yeah. Yeah, but he'll be mad when he finds out he can't get him later. Uh, all right. So it falls back to Surin. Surin, who are you picking? I think we need more monks, so I'll pick Sabin. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Sabin. Right, now, Sabin is a good pick, but you sure you don't want to go with uh, clearly the power play of um, what the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, Papa, you know him. Who? No. No one's drafting him this season. <laughs> The guy whose picture I couldn't find for the whole damn year. Uh, Bannon's Sprite Remix or Sprite Swap. <laughs> uh, Master which... Duncan. Duncan. Oh, that's right. I remember him from last year. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. I remember looking for him forever. <laughs> yeah, we're still trying to find him, too. Uh, yeah. He certainly didn't show up to play. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, back to me, huh? All right. That is correct. Let me see. What uh, notable character are you going to pick? <laughs> I am. I'm gonna pick. Do you just have a wiki open of obscure <laughs> characters? No. Uh, I'm going to pick. No. Lael. Who? Lael. Lael. From Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles: The Crystal Bearers. How do I spell that? L a y l e. Jesus R- Christ! L- have you never played Final Fantasy before? My God! You're, you're really terrible at this game. God damn. We're going to have team mottos this season, and yours is going to be, how do I spell that? <laughs> Get All right, Malky Thera, it's your pick. Malky. You guys stole my plan of making Kahlo mad. <laughs> oh, damn it. That's a pretty obvious strategy. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's a draft strategy, strategy for LMFAO at what a noob you are. I mean, totally valid. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are going to be uh, going after that. All right, Malky, what are you? Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, Freya. 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 Okay. okay. All right. Getting a bunch of dragoons in this draft. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Really early. Like yep. It. Yep. All right, Nika. Um, badass chick number two, Iceheart. Iceheart. Oh, you sail. Yeah, you sail. Okay. Okay. Well, she drafted Iceheart, which isn't actually another person. So Nika currently sits at <laughs> zero <laughs> kilos. Stop it. Congratulations, Nika. Stop it. And it falls back to Nika uh, for her next pick. Yep. Third round. Yep, third round, first pick, Celeste. Uh, Celeste, okay, all right, from FF6. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, there. when we did this bit before, there was a lot of, you know, people, like, actually deciding in the moment. I feel like you guys have, like, strategized and, like, really... We've had a whole season to think about it this time. ...thought about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I mean, we're getting, re- we're getting through this really quickly. <laughs> Plus, we also had to really consider our drafting strategy because we had uh, four sl- or four team slots to pick around two. That's true. That's true. Uh, so our draft order goes now back to Malky. Malky. Oh crap. Okay, let's see here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pick in the moment. Yep. Uh, Onion Knight. Onion Knight. Okay. All Onion right. Knight. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting move there. So for him, uh, uh, for for Malky. We've got who? We've got Freya, Onion Knight, and Chantoto. Okay, interesting. I think it's interesting call taking your kicker in the third round. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold strategy to kind of see how it works very out. Very bold. Him. It is. Uh, interesting. So uh, next is uh, I've got the next pick. Yeah, back to Anero. All right. Uh, would you like to pick Lude? I hear he's a pretty good person from Final Fantasy XII Revenant Wings. Yeah, where's Lamo? Is he up next? No, <laughs> I I am going to be choosing the protagonist from Final Fantasy Legend 2. 
Ooh. Oh yeah. Okay. Who's that? I don't. I don't know. They, it's listed as protagonist? the protagonist. Yeah. Oh my. That's right. <laughs> the protagonist. I mean, he beats the game, so you know he's, he's got to be pretty powerful. He's a strong dude. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Absolutely. Make sure you write all that down. <laughs> don't lose any of the, that. The protagonist from Final Fantasy Legend Two, the Game Boy game, mind you. <laughs> Original Game Boy. I believe it was... Legend or Legends? Legend 2. It, it became a saga game, I'm pretty sure. All right. It's protagonist, FF Legend 2. <laughs> Get pizza. Uh, all right, so... All right, Cern. Back to Cern. Send all right, me. I'll take uh, Balthier. Balthier it is. Strong pick. Yeah. All right, that, that is a good pick. Uh, FF 12. Uh, you know... It, I, I, he that, is the leading man. He is. Yeah. Uh, Sirin, uh, will he be leading your team? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? He should have been, <laughs> at least. Uh, He'll get all the lady votes. Yeah, actually, he probably will gar- garner some of our female audience. <laughs> but then again, I don't know. There's a lot of people who might do that. Like, Orange could always be a good pick for that. Mm-hmm. That is true. Uh, back over to me. I am going to take Rydia. Okay. Rydia. All right. All right. Now, are you picking adult or child? <laughs> yeah, because that's Those that's are two different people. It's yeah, that's yeah. a pretty specific distinction. We're yeah. gonna go adult. Okay. Okay, leaving leaving a child for the sexy for, for the Kalo. Kalo. For Kalo. Kalo's gonna want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Fair enough. Uh, so our next uh, our next pick goes to Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter. Uh, can I get uh, Ramu? Uh, hmm. Which Ramu do you want? Yeah, is there a specific? Because you gotta you gotta yes. specify which game. Yeah, the game. Yeah, if it's not obvious. Fourteen Ramu. Fourteen Ramu. Fourteen Ramu. Now we we had some discussion about this, whether uh, or not to about include whether to allow summons. Summons in AI. Yeah, he's not really thing. a villain. I, Iceheart was one thing because she she's a character ends up being a sale. We talked to her. Is I mean, how would you summon Ramu? What do you mean? Because he, he can't be is. on your team like permanently, like fighting in the field because he's a summon. Well, he's a okay. primal, actually. In VN fourteen, you can't even summon him. He's just he's a primal. So no primals then. Well, why well, not? What, what do we say? Do we want to allow primals? We're okay. allowing villains. All right, Ramu from FF fourteen. Okay. All right. That changes everything. I'm just not sure why <laughs> Ramu would uh, want to leave his post to become part of this fan- fantasy feast league. Uh, Does it because matter. he wants to win? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back over to Gordor. Back to Gordor. Vivi. Vivi. Okay, Vivi. Vivi. Oh, Vivi. Hold on. Now, would he really join the Grande Negro League? He's kind of small. Piquito Negro. Piquito. <laughs> Oh my God. He's really Piquito. I'm picking up on your theme, Gordor. I think. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> God help we're me. Also, we're also sponsored by Cobalt 45 Mall Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> and Kentucky Fried Chocobo. No. Uh, and got to get the menthol plug in there, too, somewhere. Uh, so- what is your deal with calling me a racist? <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right uh, Callow. So, yeah, Scrote, it's your turn. 
uh, Tifa because tits and reasons. Oh, uh, she's been she picked. Pick our oh, she was picked. She was the are number you, one overall pick. Paying attention? That was the first Not pick bad. anyone. Uh, God, you're stupid. This is right why. Then. This is why we kicked you out of the league. You could even pick <laughs> Tifa because oh, she's not. <laughs> then I will do Thancred. Thancred, all right. All right. Thancred. Okay. At least that's one that hadn't been Actually, picked. That, that's the kind of like Cal. He's a ninja too, like Cal, so he'll appreciate that one. Yeah, but we don't want him to appreciate his picks. No. Well, Skuro's being way nicer to Cal than I, I thought he was going to be. I feel like I feel like Skuro's on his payroll what or something. Fuck? He's going to be so pleasantly surprised when he finds out that Skuro picked his team and these are the players he got. He's like, oh, that's, well, no, that's I delightful. Think, I thought Skuro was going to pick actually pick like all the children or something really horrible. <laughs> yeah, or like all the furries or something. Something smart, but yeah. I guess he's not clever. So. No. We ex- I, okay, my, my apologies. I expected a lot more from Skuro. That was, you that was my you, mistake. You should know not to do that. Yeah. You should okay. definitely know not to do that. Yeah. Papa Woody. Woody. Uh, Kane. Kane, okay. Kane. Kane. All right. The original Estinian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. uh, Back to for two picks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who do I got? <laughs> oh, Cloud yeah. and Aerith. Well, we need to, definitely need a tank on our team. So, yeah, we're going to go with Hearts of Hearts. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Oh. And uh, for the uh, round four, we uh, definitely need a caster, so we are going with Tella. Okay, so you're drafting corpses. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yep. Tella, you said. Yes. Uh, I don't think. I don't think you will guess my last pick, though. Is it Galoof? No. <laughs> is, it, is it Grave Lord Nito to bring them all back to life? <laughs> <laughs> no, Souls reference. It's Rachel. Um, <laughs> what? Maybe. Locke's girlfriend. Uh, Papa Woody. <laughs> yeah, and doing to mirror my last season's team, Kyan. Who? What? Oh, Cyan. Oh, Cyan. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. It's okay. the exact okay. same team I had last time. Well, you, you're going to get one more pick, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to pick that one then. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> no. Okay, then. It was All right. Bacon. Back to Callow. Yeah. So. <laughs> Scroat, your turn. Scroat. 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 My bad. Uh, uh, Robel Akbel. Why not? Wait, what? what? Robel Akbel? Robel Akbel. Oh, Robel Akbel. Oh, oh, Robel Akbel. Oh, okay. okay. I got it. What is it? Robel Akbal, the guy with the taped up face in FF11 with the uh, Wings of the Goddess, the Tartaru. Oh, my God. Yeah. Him. Jesus. Okay, that's that's a scroat pick. Good job. <laughs> Good way to go. Back to Gordor. Uh, back to Gordor. Gordor, what's L- your pick? Laguna. 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 Okay. Laguna. Because hmm. he has a gun. Okay. And he's black. Is it? Uh, uh, gonna pick Kiros no, really? Not. If it was gonna be one of those three. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. He's black enough for me. Black enough. <laughs> he's white. He hangs out with Kiros. That's close enough, right? He's got. Yeah, he's not black, but he has, <laughs> he's got a black friend. that's close enough. Oh my god. Okay. All right. That went to a weird area. So Matt uh, Hatter, refresh or cleanse our palates, please. Yeah. There you go. Matt Hatter. Uh, Vivi. Vivi is taken. Vivi is taken. Vivi is taken. Vivi is taken. Damn it. Um. See, I love these later rounds. This is where it's going to start yeah, getting hard. Right. Yeah. Yep. 
Sure is. Well, not for um, you, Nero. You're picking people no one will pick anyway. Locks. <laughs> Who is it? Locks. Lock. Lock. You mean lock? Yeah. Okay. F- from FF six. Okay. All right. Six. The th- uh, the thief. Turn there you mind. go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair. Lock. Lock works. Uh, all right. Uh, who's pick is it now? I, I'm uh, kind of back to me. Okay. Um, I am going to go with Oran. Okay. All right. What a loser. <laughs> Seems like a safe pick. That's a. It's a safe pick. I mean, you know, later rounds, I, I would think that you would play it a little bit more dangerously than that. Oh, fifth round will be fun. Okay. All right. Uh, Surin. Surin, you're up next. All right. I'll go with Ruby Conte. Ruby Conte. That? Why? He's a he, He's a powerful mage that doubles as a tank. Which game is this? Final Fantasy IV, bro. Oh. The okay. Fiend of Fire. Hello. Oh, Okay. Demolish okay. the kingdom of the ninjas. Okay. And he fights fair. He fights fair. He, he heals you before every fight. Fair enough. Little known fact, except everyone knows that one because it happens in the game. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right, Nero, who's your next <laughs> jaw-dropping pick? My next selection is Brant. 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 <laughs> From Final Fantasy, the Four Heroes of Light. Come on. Am I the only p- per- player of Final Fantasy games here? Anira, how do I spell that? <laughs> B-R-A-N-D-T. Jesus Christ. Brandon. It's not like I'm even picking random characters out of these games. I'm okay, picking... Brand like the is the m- least random character you pick. The other ones are so... Obscure. Yes, from these well-known... They're part of the games. Top-tier Final Fantasy games. <laughs> All right. Uh, Malkithera. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your pick? Uh, staying safe, Ishtola. Ishtola. All right. Oh, that was my last pick. Oh. <laughs> Wrecked. Oh, Papa Woody having the legs swept out from under him. Yeah. Nice job. Nice job. Well well done, Melky. All right, Nika. Nika, two picks. Double pick. All right. Oh, yeah. My leading lady, Merlewib. Okay. Yep. And for my last round pick, oh, uh, gosh, this is... I'm going to go with my strong support from last season, Ferris. Ferris and Merle Webb. Okay. Alrighty. All right. Huh. Yeah, Ferris did very well for you last year, I, I mm-hmm. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Back to Melky. Melky, what's your uh, what's your pick? Last pick, right? Is this yeah, last pick? Yes. Last, yes. Yep. last pick. Right. Final so round. Final round. Could he do Brute Justice from 14? <laughs> brute, brute, brute Justice. justice. <laughs> How are you gonna? How are you gonna control brute justice though? You need some some. Yeah, there, there's there's there. there's gonna need some there's gonna there's gonna need to be some justification for how you would be able to uh, rein in brute justice and not keep it from killing you. Yeah, that's a good point. Then I'll switch back to Gilgamesh. 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 Great. Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Which right. which yeah. Gilgamesh which one? Fourteen Gilgamesh. Fourteen. Great. Fourteen. Okay. All right. We don't know that they're not all the same person. They could be, but uh, you know, and and I they're think they are. They're similar they are. between the games, but they're not all exactly the same, are they? Mm, I'm pretty sure they're all. The I same. thought ten was different. I I thought it was pretty much canon that Gilgamesh not dimension them? hops. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you Jimbo is who you're thinking. Oh, yeah, I am Jimbo, thinking of right, your Jimbo. Yeah. yeah, that's that's who replaced. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, it's down to down to my last pick. That's right? correct. All right. <laughs> um, I I got to be. I mean, I feel like. My picks have been a bit obvious, like they've been sort of on the nose. Uh, well, yeah, I'll say. But Solid the picks. last, I've, I've, but I've held back the last one just in case because I know that you guys may have wanted them, but uh, I feel like I got to get them. The main character from Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Oh, Benjamin! Yeah, I love that guy. There you go, Benjamin. So, someone that someone knows. Yeah, I love Benjamin. So Benji. there you go, main character from Mystic Quest. There you go, Benji. Yeah. That's his only emote. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe I should pick the floating crystal that talks to Benjamin. <laughs> All right. What do you got? So next? I, I would just like to point out that we started off this draft with Tifa Shantoto uh, Lakius, <laughs> and our last two picks have been Greg and Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's the way that it goes. So. All right, sir, and close out your team. All right, last one for me, Furion. Furion. Okay, all right. All right. That's I have a good, his that's, armor. That's a strong pick. I don't know. I have his armor. I stole yeah, it from him. He started out as my tank last year. How did he do how did how did he do for your team? <laughs> uh, they started him. 0 and 4. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> so not the best. All right. <laughs> all right. For my last pick, I'm going to take the Inspector Extraordinaire, <laughs> Hildebrand. He's going to my team. Okay, now Hildebrand you're going to have to... Uh, fight. He's going to get his ass kicked. You're going to have to justify that. Why He's would joining he jo- as a tank. He's invincible. Why would he join you, though? Why wouldn't he join me? He doesn't want to work for his dad. He's getting a chance to <laughs> no, chase off his team. No, I can see Hildebrand loving being a part of something like this, but failing miserably. No, he's my tank. He's invincible. <laughs> Yeah, he, did, he never he really never doesn't die. ever get hurt. Yes. He never really fights though either. I mean, but he's he's Neither one of the few. Well, but he's one of the few. Get hit. He, his character model does show damage, so he gets damaged. I mean, sure, but he never the dude fights. was yeah. shot to a moon and came back and he made it down. back. Okay, <laughs> he is okay. my tank. All right, all right. I guess I don't know. It still feels weird, but I'll, I'll give it to you. It feels bad, man. I'll be I'll be nice. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Thank you, Commissioner Aniro. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Mad Hatter, you're up next. What's your pick? My last choice, I'm going to pick Rod Devil from Legends of the Crystalis. What? Mm, that's a go- going Raw of- Devil? Raw Devil. Okay. Well, he stole, Raw Devil. He stole a play from my playbook. Yeah. I, I don't know who the good. hell that is. Are you sure you don't want to go with the Cooked Devil? <laughs> no, Raw Devil. Bo- boiled? Maybe broiled. Sauteed. Yeah, there you Sauteed go. Sauteed devil. devil. Oh, man. Devil cakes. Man, I'm hungry now. I could definitely go for some t- sauteed devil. Uh, all right. Uh, and uh, Gordor, your final pick for El Negro Grande. All right. My last pick. I need a healer. Garnet. Garnet. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Kay. She has black hair. How, how old is the Garnet? <laughs> no. Like six, three, seven, six, three eight, black seven. guys, a, a wigger, and a white chick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So it's more of a spectrum. Yeah, uh, that's weird. Um, sure. Uh, Gordor, congratulations. Uh, you have the weirdest team. I was trying for that, but uh, you won it this time. Uh, you, can't, you can't tie together an El Negro Grande without a white chick. 
Wh- without a white chick being gangbanged. Okay, sure. All right, we'll we'll go with that. Uh, uh, so, Scro, you've got to pick final pick for uh, Kahlo's team. Yeah, I got my power play pick here. So, uh, Eldwine. Eldwine. What? Who? Eldwine. Who? What is? How do why you are you guys? That? Why are you guys stealing my bit on the last round of this? <laughs> Well, you guys are all calling me out about my pick, so you know what? Whatever. Eldwine's how do, how do I spell that? What is that from? A-L-D-W-I-N-E. What is it from? What game is it from? 14. Oh. You're it's the drunk old. treasure hunter. That gets Wait, which character did you say? Aldwine? I don't know. Somebody okay. <laughs> Way to Where go. Where are you, bitch? <laughs> Way to fuck that up. Thanks, thanks, bud. It's uh, Eldwine with a question mark at the end of it. I guess. Well, was dumb. And uh, Papa, your uh, final pick. Let's see. From Final Fantasy IV, the master of white and black magic, Tella. I picked him, Tella's bro. Picked. He's been picked. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And how about uh, F- Fusoya? Oh yeah, we got him. F U S O Y A. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And yeah. Him. Yeah. Fusoya. What's he from? I forget. Final Fantasy IV. Four. Oh, okay. All right. And Juxta to round us out. Your final pick for the FFFL draft. My final pick for the FFL draft is the Marmots, which I defeated in 1.0 as part of the Marmot Defense Force. Specifically those Marmots? Yes. What? That is a terrible pick. Why not the Marmots at least from 11, like Nashmira's Marmots? I don't know what those are. I, mean, I, mar- I, I don't think there were the, marmots. I didn't anymore. fight those marmots. I fought the marmots while Meteor was destroying the world, Nika. I was the li- only line of defense in fighting those marmots. <laughs> Literally the only person doing yeah. that. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> the only one. So everyone was busy with the Empire. Those marmots would overrun us. Yeah. Mark All my, right. Mark my words. So, it, it, I think... We, breeders. <laughs> he's writing a paragraph for mine. I think we <laughs> have our teams now. Uh, so, let's let's get an overview of this one more time. So, uh... Oh, oh, one. That, okay, so Jux's last pick is the Marmots Juxa defeated in 1.0 as part of the Marmot Defense Force. Yes, specifically those Marmots. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, well, looking, dead. looking looking at our teams, we've got uh, Nika's team rocking uh, Tifa, Iceheart, Celeste. Uh, I can't I can't see around the Merle Webb and, and Ferris. Ferris. There you go. Okay. Uh, Malkithera is rocking Shantado, Freya, Onion Knight, Ishtola, and Greg. Aniro. Lachius, Lael, the protagonist from Final Fantasy Legend 2, Brant, and Benjamin from FF Mystic Quest. Benjamin is the key to the whole thing. He's the glue that binds this team together. I love Benjamin. Benjamin is the shit. Surin is rocking Beatrix, Sabin, Balthier, Rubicante, and Furion. Scalia is running Squall, Zidane, uh, Adult, Rydia, Orin, and Hildebrand. Uh, Mad Hatter has Waka, Joe Never Fails, Ramu from FF14, Locke, and the Raw Devil. Gordor has Barrett, Rauban, Vivi, Laguna, and Garnet. <laughs> Callow has Fran, Saz, uh, Thancred, Robel, Akbel, and Eldwine from FF14, I guess. Question mark. Yeah. Okay. Papa Woody has Yuna, Lulu, Kane, Cyan, and Fusoya. And Juxta has Cloud, Aerith, Orshafant, Tella, and the Marmots that he defeated in 1.0 as part of the Marmot Defense Force. Yes, specifically those Marmots. Well, there you go. Those are our teams for uh, this season of the FFFL. You know, if Scrote was actually smart and, you know, witty, instead of his last pick of 
Edel whatever person, yeah. he should have threw himself on Kala's team. Oh, oh man. Missed yeah. the best. There you go. M- missed opportunity right there. Just write him in. Uh, guys. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Guy, guy, can we kick off his team real quick? Will he notice? Is there any chance he actually listens to this episode? Uh, probably not. Yeah. I don't I don't know that he ever listens to these. Who can we drop off his team first, girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, throw a dart. no, we're going to do it all above board. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for... Well, except for Nick and Surin, who apparently collude. Yeah, well, right. I mean, um, we could do it like the League did, just don't ever tell them, you know? Right. <laughs> Gordor, Mad Hatter, as well as uh, Scrote and Melkythera, thank you guys for uh, hanging out and drafting with us today. Not so much Scrote, you were just here, you're always here, but uh, thank you guys for your time today. Uh, good luck in this season of the FFFL. Next week, we will have the full season schedule posted and the round one matchups there we go all right so that is uh gonna do it for the fffl let's read a couple of emails before we get out of here uh this first one comes to us from karudas helmbreaker of genova server saying uh listening to this week's episode i heard some, i heard the discussion about npcs in deep dungeon sounds awesome i went floors 100 uh, 1 to 50 never saw a single one crazy between that and the fact that the story is almost non-existent Edda deserves more and uh, uh, and all it's really just a uh, for is just a glowing weapon is a major letdown uh, this had so much potential and it seems that uh, to be the uh, it, and but that seems to be the mantra with the newly introduced systems in this game maybe I just need RN Jesus to love me more but I found it to be boring overall thanks for another great episode crew that's from Karudas Helmbreaker of Genova. Thanks very much for the email. We appreciate it, guys. If you, you want, if you oh, want, sorry. If you want to email the show, that's hosts at Limit Break Radio. I was going to say that's something that I realized that we didn't even talk about in our original Deep Dungeon episode. That um, the whole thing was that going to be from floor one hundred or one to one hundred was going to be the story floors, and we really didn't get that much story yeah <laughs> like got, i mean that, for some reason that completely wah, slipped wah. my mind but i did expect this to be like why does this place exist how did we all get here why are we you know, blah, blah, blah. like you know so much of this like on every 10 floors and we got we got a little bit of story in the last cutscene on floor 50 that was yeah it. yeah and, and and i mean i they did seem to play up uh, at least somewhat the narrative aspect but i think that i think we had a little bit too much expectation for it I, th- I think we did. I, you know, we had been hyping But even up- Alexander has more story, and Alexander has, like, no story. So I just, I thought that this would be at least a step up from that. At least on par with uh, I don't know. Voidark. I, I don't know, because Alexander, I, I don't, it, it, you can say that, yeah, it doesn't have much of a story, but it, it had to come on the heels of, uh, you know, of Binding Coil, and, you know. But they created story mode just so people could view the story of Alexander, and it's not that good. Voidark has more story than that. And I feel like that Deep Dungeon could have easily been on par with Voidark for story. Oh, it could have, but I, I think I think Can't having the ex, I think having the expectation is a little bit much. Uh, so uh, who wants to take this next email? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. 
All right. Hey, hosts and LBR fam. Grim Stronghammer of Gilgamesh here wanting to talk about the jumping potion. Just kidding. That's been beaten <laughs> to death. I wanted to share my thoughts about Deep Dungeon. I'm still fairly new to the content as I haven't been on much lately. Wife aggro is real. I've gotten to the 41 to 50 segment and I'm only plus 16 plus 20. Anyway, so far it's been entertaining, but I don't see much longevity out of the content. The way the level blocks are laid out, it feels like five floors instead of 50. The rewards are good, but will be irrelevant by the time the system is expanded. So I'm hard pressed to prioritize doing this over other content especially as i already have my nidhogg weapons i'm not quite done with it so maybe the story will save it at this last second that's my two cents thanks for the great show grim stronghammer p.s valor for life valor for life Boo. yeah i feel like we Boo, read this valor thank you guys did we read this one already uh i kind of think you it did familiar i remember the uh, talking about jumping <laughs> potion and then you guys groaned and then just said just kidding i think that's yeah. just the ongoing bit okay well that might be i don't bit. know i feel like you read it but i don't know yeah, anyway, think. if you, if we read it again, congratulations. <laughs> Even Malky Theorist says didn't reread this. Anyway, it, it felt familiar, but I don't know if I like had pre-read the emails at one point because I do that sometimes. So maybe that's why it felt familiar. But anyway, yeah, uh, pretty much uh, everyone here seems to agree with your. Uh, uh, your assessments that it doesn't seem to have much longevity or even like big floors. Right, and like for you, you said you don't think that there's gonna be more before 4.0. Like it kind of all hinges on that. Like if they have, if we have to wait till 4.0 for more, that's an utter failure. Yeah, I kind of like maybe we'll see a floor 100 in 3.0, but I don't think we're gonna see the challenge. Yes, I, no, I think we could though, because what if they do 50 floors every time? What we're almost hitting 3.4. If we do 3.4, we get to a floor 100. 3.45, we get to 150, and then 3.5, we get to floor 200. Maybe, yeah. but because right. I just I, I feel like going into a whole new expansion, we're going to be going to a whole new continent. Like I don't feel like that going deeper into the deep dungeon is going to be what's on our main character's mind. Yeah, I was kind of thinking we would see more in three point four, and then get it in three point five and three point five five. Because this, I mean, I'm still sticking to the theory that because this is called Deep Dungeon Palace of the Dead, that once we hit 4.0, we're going to get Deep Dungeon something in Alamigo. Yeah, like something else, like continuing on. I don't think we're going to continue Palace of the Dead. We'll have a different Deep Dungeon. You think? I don't because. I mean, I, I'm actually, I, I think I'm sort of siding with Juxta on this, that we won't actually see an expansion of the Deep Dungeon system until 4.0. Oh, that's and, a nightmare if that's and, the case. And that that's when we'll actually start seeing additional floors. I mean, you know, we'll be able to tell. You don't think that we'll see more Deep Dungeon floors until 4.0? No. I think we'll probably see 100 before 4.0, but I think that's going to be like 3.5, 3.55. Maybe. I mean, to think... It, you know, because if, if they're going to finish out, uh, you know, if they're going to finish out Deep Dungeon by the end of the 3.0 cycle, that means that they're going to have to have floors ready to go but for 3.4 and 3.5. And if it's so similar, I feel like the floors are similar enough and randomly generated that I don't think it's that hard to program that many. Probably floors. not. So Prob I think so. I, I honestly feel like either it's going to be in every like other patch or they're going to do like. Because um, some people were saying that this is going to be the 0.5 patch content. So maybe we'll get the next 50 floors in 3.45. And then because the last 100 don't have any story and they're probably just going to be really hard and added in, I, th I could see them adding all 100 floors in 3.55 no. to tide us over for that long gap before the expansion. I, d I, don't, I don't know that I see it, though. If they're all coming before the expansion, I think it's got to be 3.4, 3.5, and 3.55 for yeah. 50 floors each. Man. Uh, all right, let's take this last email. It's a pretty long one, but let's take this uh, from Giga Pantsu of the Excalibur server. Uh, Scala, you want to? Sure. 
Hello, LBR hosts. I am both a longtime player of WoW and a recent player of FF14. I played FF14 from 2.4 till 3.1, so not incredibly long, but long enough to plug in a thousand hours, which is enough to really soak in the content this game has to offer during those patch periods. That's fair. I am a big fan of WoW. I'll get right out and say it. I receive the most magnificent and glorious of boners that ascend the stratosphere whenever Callow mentions the great stuff of WoW's past from time to time. But enough about me. Let me begin with the topic at hand. FF14 had better have something to blow our dicks off before WoW's latest expansion. Legion comes out <laughs> August 30th. One of Square Enix's biggest concerns is placed incorrectly in new players rather than maintaining the ones it has. I agree. Which they have shown in spades through their lackluster content patches in Heavensward that only excel in keeping the same patterns as 2.0. Yeah. Everything new they have added has been a disaster or just okay like the recent edition of Deep Dungeon, which depending on what they do to it soon could become a disaster itself. Here's what WoW is doing in Legion right out of the gate day one. Legendary items. These items will have a ridiculous drop rates that lots of people may never see, but have ludicrous amounts of player power on the item that can fundamentally change a part of how the class plays and will be the most powerful items throughout the expansion. These represent an idea that a Nero brought up as incentive for players to run Savage. However, it is probably something SE may never implement if the game stays as it is. Five-man dungeons with, uh, with comparable progression alongside raids. What this is, is whenever you complete a dungeon in Mythic difficulty, based on your performance, you are rewarded a keystone that, if used, will increase the difficulty of another dungeon. You are then on the clock to complete the dungeon in 30 minutes with the increased difficulty. The increased difficulty not only has the usual increase of mob health and, and damage, but randomly added affixes, like mobs randomly ignoring tank threat, corpses of enemies exploding on death, doing damage to anyone near them, random trash mob placements, and in, uh, increased densities. So basically everything from Diablo 3. Upon completing it on time, you are rewarded with gear appropriate to that difficulty and then given another keystone with an even more increased difficulty based on your performance. This will continue until you stop or cannot complete it within the time allowed, at which point you will be locked out for the week. The item levels of the gear rewarded can be comparable, if not sometimes even better than raid gear, if you are good enough. Not wow, not that's an alternative to raiding? I would that's be, sweet. I would be totally down for something like that. Like, really? I mean, that's that's been one of my biggest complaints is that the dungeons are so phase roll. That's and, awesome. And it would be cool to go back into the same dungeons, but super hard with random like things exploding. Like, I would be all over that. My question is, do you have to use that keystone as soon as you beat the first dungeon? or does It, it sounds like, like you have within the week until the next lockout. To yeah, I'm it. guessing until lockout. Interesting. It's an interesting idea. I think that, you know, it's it, it, it's probably a good... It's definitely a good system for WoW. It'll be something that's difficult content for casual people to get into if they don't want to have to do yeah. super hard raids. Yeah. Like, this is something they could do on a smaller scale. And well, it's also I, technically I scaling with... Uh, the added difficulties too. Yeah. So this, yeah. that's exactly the kind of four man content. God damn it. Why is wow interesting this, me? It's stupid. This so sounds like, like stuff that's really cool that would be in the deep dungeon. Right. Oh yeah. Other things coming out at the gate of Legion. Class halls. These will be place, uh, places where each class will call its home. All 12 classes will be getting their own unique space in the world where every one of that class will hang out. This place also facilitates the class quest for each class, which for the first time ever gives a lengthy quest line that tells a story just for your class, something that FF14 has had forever but now exists in WoW as well. Yeah, because that worked out so great for Moonglade for Druids back in the day. It didn't. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know anything about WoW. Basically, it was like a big zone that was like all like night elfy, and the yeah. druids go there for like their class quest and stuff. Right. And no druids ever hung out there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. It didn't work. 
<laughs> artifact weapons. Throughout the expansion, you'll be working on building your artifact weapons similar to how the artifact we- weapon works in FF14. However, in my opinion, in a much more in-depth fashion. Every artifact weapon for all 36 specs of the 12 classes is a story-driven narrative with a rich history behind it told through quests. Similar to FF14's artifact weapon, of course, but here's where the difference lies. You'll be collecting artifact power from doing quests, dungeons, PvP, etc. that slowly empowers your weapon over time, giving it small increases in item level, talents within the weapon that augment different abilities, color, and model variations and more. I'm going to stop now as I haven't even mentioned things like world quests, crafting and gathering storylines and progression, PvP talents and prestige, the 10 outdoor open world raid bosses, a 7 boss raid and a 10 boss raid, and an entire max level only zone that's sole purpose is to tell a very big story that takes hours if not days to complete. This is all right out the gate, day one, ready to go, max level content for the people who are already invested in WoW. These are also almost all new ideas for WoW. What did Heaven's Ward give right out of the gate that, has, uh, that was new and something we hadn't seen before? Nothing. With this much content coming out, what can FF14 do to top this other than what it has been doing forever? I don't know, but I hope they can scrounge something up soon or I may, or I and many others who I used to play with may never come back. Take care, folks. Sorry for the super long email and I really hope you read this on the show or maybe even present this as a topic of discussion because I believe FF14 for once needs to take notes on what WoW is doing rather than the other way around, which is how I believe it used to be. Peace. I'm uh, going to say one thing, though, is that even though WoW starts with all that stuff out of the gate, they then don't give a content patch update for like a whole year. So, yeah. yes, FF14 does the same thing. They just release it every couple months instead of all right away and then letting all the players unsubscribe six right. months later. All right. the stuff that listed there sounds like what we would get through like an entire patch cycle. Right. And and to be fair, that is kind of if you or, if you judge the two, you sort of do have to look at the spans of time. Right. Um, that that a content is going to be applied to because you're absolutely right. You know, like you can't. It's kind of unfair to sit there and go, well, you know, if WoW is doing this, you know, why can't FF14 do the exact same thing? Yeah, like if and you told me that also, all that's... And then also expect the quarterly updates that we get. Exactly. Right. If you told me all that stuff was out of the gate and WoW and then every three months they got new raids and 10 things like whatever, I would be like, okay. Right. Sure. Now but that said, the co- the fundamental concepts behind these ideas are amazing and things I absolutely want in 14 and wonder why it isn't in 14. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of the, of the keystone that makes the dungeon harder and you keep going until you can't do it anymore. That that's cool. amazing. I uh, like that a lot. Yeah. I want to play that. Also, these artifact weapons that you build out through the expansion and get stronger as the expansion goes along sounds really cool and we should World or Final Fantasy fourteen should definitely do that. <laughs> but if it's not, but if it's already ready to go from the start, that is what we asked for. Yeah. Like, that's exactly having the whole, having the whole thing but ready again, to go. That's because they don't do updates and patches like if, if world right. of warcraft had a cycle where they're like okay three months from now we're going to release the second half of this raid and the rest of the upgrade for the relic but i think it's because they drop all their content at once people get bored after six months and start to unsub so it, it's a different model a different game model so no you're, it, you're right you're right you know i just one of the things and i don't know why it was this email that specifically knocked it loose but one of the things that i really think that Square Enix should do is you know the gear that is not at cap the gear that basically drops out of dungeons right now we had a nice big discussion about this last time how you could take the the diadem style gear and just supplant it in dungeons and that would get the job done but I really think that all of these new gear designs that we see every patch because we get new gear designs every single patch they need to stop coming out of dungeons now right 
right now immediately. Start putting them into your ancillary events, your diadems, your deep dungeon, yeah. and give people a glamour reason to want to go through it because that you're I think just doing that alone will double the interest and the double the potential player pool wanting to go through deep dungeon because you know like honestly I don't even know what the gear designs in the current dungeons are that's how little I pay attention to them but I would pay way more attention to them if they were in some ancillary some some secondary piece of content that you have to break your pattern to go get and that's sort of what I was driving at with the whole Pokemon Go comparison is that is a game that's make that's made me break my patterns and it makes you break your patterns because of the game rules it's not a game that looks at your lifestyle and goes how can I adapt my gameplay to your lifestyle it says no you've got to change your lifestyle to, if you want to be successful at this game you don't have to but that's your choice if you want to be successful mm-hmm. FF14 and MMOs in general can make the same case for their game where no we don't have to cater to your lifestyle we don't have to adjust the content to your play style or to your liking that you've got to adjust your play style to the content if you want to be successful if you that and that's the caveat if you want to be successful because in again drawing the parallel back to ff11 you could play that game get a lot out of it and not be typically seen as a successful player oh my god absolutely like I was not at all what you would call a successful player in 11, but I got some of the best times of my life out of that game because I could find the things that did interest me and be like, oh, that's still worth doing. Yeah, right, but let's let's not uh, ignore the, the fact that you're probably not a successful player in 14 either. <laughs> that's at, who is here except for now, maybe Nika. Going back to the email, yeah. I mean, maybe Yoshi should stop talking to the Jump Potion WoW people and start talking to these people that are coming up with these ideas. Yeah. That's not that's not that's not a that's not a bad suggestion there. I don't mind them taking leads from uh wow when it's things that are good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, all right. Uh, actually, let's take one more email. I actually thought that that email was a little bit longer than it was, but let's take another a long email here. <laughs> Salty Sunday, LBR. My name is Talon Xavier. I'm representing Swag and Tonis. Uh, I want to express my utter frustration and disappointment with the game uh, reporters and others who have gotten to ask Yoshi P questions about FF14. This message needs to go out uh, to all the low lanes and april o'neill wannabes uh with this very simple question why in the fuck do these people get to ask these dumbass questions what in what universe uh you just yeah you bumped me down there uh in uh, uh god damn it in what universe do you feel like you're gonna uh rise above your peers to get that exclusive scoop of information from Yoshi P that will put your website or your FC on the forefront of information. Here's an example uh, from the PlayStation Access interview where the reporter asked questions on behalf of her free company. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, having someone who's closely, you know, so closely connected that they're farming questions from their free company. Uh, you know, it's pretty typical fair. Are you guys working on any new jobs? Uh, this expansion we took uh, to the skies. Uh, where, where will we be going next? Like fan fest, just wait for fan fest. Wait for fan fest. Wait for fan fest. Right? Fest. Yeah. All. Yeah. <laughs> 
yep. uh, crossover with 15. And I think that's why. Like, if if I wanted to bot, if I could bottom line your email, Talon, is the reason that these folks get to ask these questions is they already know the answer. Like, wait for FanFest. And so, you know, if if you're wondering why Limit Break Radio, for example, doesn't get exclusives like that, well, you know. What would we ask? They're they're going. I feel to, like we would be able to come up with that's true questions. We don't softball honestly. shit. <laughs> no, I, I think I think we could because I think that we could tailor questions to know what they can and can't respond to. We kind of know what their game plan is for FanFest. And so knowing what their game plan is, we can easily not ask those questions. Like, right. what's the next expansion going to be? Where are we going? Yeah, asking, like, asking what are the new jobs going to be is a pointless question because they're not going to tell you. Exactly. Yeah, why would they? Why Why do you think that they would tell you that in, in an interview? How do yeah, you- it's, it's going to be a huge hype point of FanFest. Exactly. Like, you are some random free company. You are the last person they're going to tell in secret here. Like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, since material can now be added to all gear moving forward, are there any plans of creating unique materia aside from the normal primary and secondary stat allocation? No. We've already heard the answer to that a bajillion times. No. Even though it's a, I mean, that's fair. It's a fair question, and I think it's a fair point. I, you know, what I would like to see? I'd like to see a debate. I'd like to see instead of a Q and A, I'd like to see Yoshi P defend some of the the uh, uh, development decisions that they've made and say why they LB, made those decisions. LBR debate versus. <laughs> but you know, the answer would be. <laughs> PlayStation limitations or a number of staff members. No, I th- no, I'm talking like gear design or not gear design. I'm talking like fundamental system design uh uh you know theory. For many, what were you guys thinking? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean there's these aren't bad like I I'm not I'm not saying that these are terrible questions. Uh you know, gear lust prestige uh can uh, go a long way towards a reward structure that is uh long lasting. Any plans to make changes to reflect that sentiment? I mean, these are good questions. They're definitely good questions uh and i you know i uh, I, I still feel like they would just softball it like go around they're, they're not going to answer them though that's the thing is that asking these questions good or not is kind of a waste of time because you know that they're not going to answer you and you know that they're not going to give you a straight answer or they're just going to you know plug their Although- next thing their next their next been, event these would have been good questions for that live yeah. question and answer though because these ones they would have had to actually come up with on the spot I agree. rather than doing it in a personal interview um but i don't know we don't we're not going to get that many opportunities for live q a i don't yeah. think yeah no i definitely agree well thank you talon we appreciate the email uh if we ever get the opportunity to ask some questions you should know that uh we're not going to ask dumb questions Although, or we, or no, we would ask dumb questions, or we would ask nothing but dumb questions the entire time. How, One of the two. We don't know how big. Just how big is Raubon's penis? Right. Yes, <laughs> it's an important question. What's the uh, next boss in Final Fantasy XI going to be? Is Pippin a rape baby? That's. I mean, we've. I, had... I want to know why we haven't had more of Pippin in the story in general. I... Like, honest to God, at the end of five, uh, two point five five, when all the scions just you know obviously they weren't going to be dead, right. but I figured we were going to start a whole new crew of scions with like Yugiri, Pippin, right. Alphanod. We're going to be like, definitely like Pippin was yeah, future that, main character, know? and that then did those not characters happen, no. were gone. Yeah, and then maybe even bringing in Hill. The, you know, we have like this little ki- group of characters that have come to the forefront, and then all of a sudden, just were pushed back. Yeah, I think we'll see Pippin in 
4.0. Maybe. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, well, with I, the, we definitely yeah, with will. Because if, if we go to Alamigo, and that's where Rob runs from, I think Pippin will have a big part of that. Yeah, because I was going to say, it's, it'd be very odd for Koji just to leave something out there that long. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, so, anyway. Do we want to save the selfie thing for next week? Uh, no, let's do that now. Yeah. Why, don't we, why don't we go ahead and do that now? Um, so, we had uh, a contest uh two episodes ago we asked you guys to tweet out selfies of yourself we gave you a little uh frame to do that with and uh, our totally better selfie contest than they came up with that's right (laughs) that's right and uh so we're giving away a couple of uh amazon codes for the summer dlc campaign uh we've got uh let's see it looks like we've got five entries here uh, is are these are these our winners or we do it? Do, I, I think we only have winner. five inches. Oh wow! <laughs> Jeez, apparently not a lot of people wanted the summer DLC. That's so, amazing. We got three entries more than they did. <laughs> so yes, we uh, these are our winners. These are <laughs> our winners. <laughs> so That's why it's important to always enter these contests. <laughs> Yeah, your chances are winning are great. Exactly, you know, and that's the thing is that I, you know, we have a lot of people that listen. I mean, a lot of people listen live every week. A lot of people download this show, but you know, we don't get a whole lot of participation on the giveaways. And I think maybe some people are out there thinking that we get more entries in than we do. I don't have any chance of winning. Right, nope, only a hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> that's not very good if you think about it. So congratulations. If you entered our selfie contest, you're winners. <laughs> you're a winner. You get you're gonna get you're gonna get DLC code. And some of them are really good too. Yeah, they I are. I love the one with the Orshifon shield. How are we gonna decide when uh like who wins what? Uh they all get a code. Yeah, but I mean we have codes for different stuff. Yeah. Uh I think it's just random. I think it's well, just gonna be random. I feel like with the butler and made outfits though, they're gender specific, so I feel like it, we should not give the butler outfit to a female character. No, because, you know, they have retainers. They can have a male retainer. <laughs> yeah, don't be sexist, Nika. Um, so, <laughs> just I'm just uh, scrolling through our entries here uh, for the uh, selfie contest. Great job, guys. These, uh, these turn out really good. Uh, and uh, we appreciate you spreading the love of Limit Break Radio. That's really what this contest helped do, is uh, help other people find Limit Break Radio. Help your Twitter followers or your Facebook fans find Limit Break Radio. So uh, we appreciate all of the submissions. Thank you guys, and uh, congratulations on your DLC. It's it's going to go out at random. We, you know, we the the point of that the, the whole point of the contest was to create a decidedly worse contest than yeah. Square Enix had. So, so ran- random, yeah. And random. in that we succeeded. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know if we did because. Did you remember what the EU? That's true. Giveaway, uh, Ours doesn't risk anyone getting like stalked. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is very true. Interestingly, we'll also be handing out your addresses. <laughs> <laughs> no, we randomly. We won't be doing that because random. Uh, all right, guys, that's gonna do it here for Limit Break Radio. I want to thank you guys so much. And uh, I want to thank all of our participants for the FFFL. Uh, Good luck in this year's competition. It's going to be exciting. You can listen to future episodes to hear the results of each matchup each week here live on the air. Good luck to our new participants, Malkithera, Gordor, 
who else did we have in there? Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter, yeah. Surin. Surin. So uh, thank you all for uh, volunteering to do the bet. It was uh, fun to uh, to be able to do that with you here today. As well as thank you to all of our live listeners, all 150 of you that have been hanging out with us. Uh, make sure that you head on over to twitch.tv slash Final Encounter Cast and get ready because at 5 o'clock we're going to be live with Final Encounter Cast talking about the latest gaming headlines as well as Pokemon Go. We're going to be talking about PokeVision as well as a lot of the third-party development that's been going on for Pokemon Go uh, and the statement released by Niantic last night that has quashed a lot of that development. We're going to talk about that. That's coming up next on Final EncounterCast live over at twitch.tv slash Final EncounterCast. Guys, we've got some pretty exciting announcements coming up for the future of the Let's Be Real network. Uh, I, I We can't say anything yet. We've hinted at what some of those might end up being but uh it's you know some of this stuff is is moving forward and at a very very rapid pace so i really want to thank you guys for all of your support over at patreon.com slash limit break radio it's because of you guys that there is another four weeks of final encounter cast that's going to be each and every single week let's keep that total above 2000 to make sure that final encounter cast is a funded show to come to you each and every single week and you know what? It's amazing that you guys were able to pull together that quickly and make up a nearly $4,000 difference in one week. That is truly amazing. I really want to thank you guys for your generosity. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more shots of uh, T-shirts and posters to be shared over with us at our Twitter page. That's at Limit Break Radio. Make sure that you're liking us on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio. And now on Reddit, we've got our own subreddit. Uh, this was uh, put together by a fan. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. I, I know I've seen Fonzie, it. right? Yes, it's Fonzie. Uh, hey. Fonzie had put this together, and uh, you can check that out. That's uh, limit. Or, I'm sorry, Reddit.com/slash/r Limit Break Radio. Go there, contribute to discussions that's going to happen over there. We want to build a community, but it's not us. It's our community that's wanting to build a community for Limit Break Radio fans. So if you're maybe dissatisfied with the FF14 sub, or you just want to talk about Limit Break Radio or what's going on with the network, head on over to uh, reddit.com slash r Limit Break Radio and uh, contribute to uh, the subreddit. So um, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. The new FF14 subreddit. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Let's uh, let, let's let's just uh, be destabilizing agents all around. This will be this will be the new main subreddit for all FF14 discussion. No self promotion. That's right. That's right. No self promotion. Anyway, that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio. I want to thank my crew, Scrote, who uh, you know, yeah, whatever. Thank you, guy. Uh, as well as wow, as Thanks well for screwing up Callow's team. As kind of. as as well as Papa Woody and my crew, Juxtaposition, Nika Kayani, and Escalia Rayumasa, and even though he couldn't be here, Kahlo Landis, I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Escalia Rayumasa, Nika Kayanian, and Juxtaposition. Final Fantasy XIV and Andy Orzi are trademarks of Square Enix. 
Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zurian Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ash Saber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darbykins, Sakura Chan, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by The Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by The Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics card and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. <laughs>